At Sandy Spring Bank, we care about people, not transactions. So we concentrate on creating personalized solutions to start or grow a business that provides for your family, to purchase a home that will house the memories you make there, to save so you can enjoy today and then pass on your legacy to future generations. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Mortgage, home equity, and other credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. Hey, screeners, how you doing? It's myself, the 1AJ, Anthony Jordan. Double V, the Viceroy, very similitude. Me too, Nico Luro. So, we're, we're in the build-up to the, the, the good old Halloween. Hey, two Vs, love it. We're in the build-up to Halloween, and as usual, we pick a, a, a subject. Nico did warn everyone, this is not going to be my favourite subject. It's something I haven't <laughs> normally embraced. And you know what? In a couple of days, I'm sure somebody's going to have zombie eyes anyway so it's like a <laughs> it's like a double mix this time but yes guys thank you very much um yeah it's the movie mount rushmore it's the pre-halloween it's the halloween special it's pre-halloween but it, it, it's that mix it's us doing what we do just to give you a couple of films to possibly watch around your your fright night kind of time but previously we've done vampires we've done franchises we've done it all and it's the one that I think I've been trying to dodge for the longest while, and it had to be done, so screw it, it's here. We're talking zombies. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> <laughs> you really have been ducking this one for a very, very long time, haven't you? <laughs> Do you know what it is? And I, I, I'm going to put this out there now. Oh, hey, hey, go on, who have we got? Declan, just a movie fan. Hello, lads. Hello, Declan. Hey, Declan. Right back to you, mate. Thank you for Thank joining you. us once again. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's one of Andy those... Hart's here too, AJ. You're in the world of shit now. Uh, do you know uh, what? I'm... Andy Hart says, I was going to suggest a drinking game based on every time AJ says I haven't seen it. But given tonight's topic, I guess that's going to happen. That's going to happen. To... What? What? Shut! Shut! Big fight! <laughs> Keep firing, keep firing. By the way, I've I've actually while while we're on the shots firing, I, I've I've had someone who's actually specifically asked me to tell you this is a shout out to Aaron whose birthday will be next week, so we'll be dedicating the episode. Oh, there isn't a show next week, so yeah, dedicate this to Aaron as a pre-birthday. He told you back off, right? He understood my my Woody Harrelson situation. He said, "Ease up, ease." Okay, up. cool. On the train of bizarreness, there happen to be two passengers now. Can you get off? At platform normal and just start appreciating Woody Harrelson. I'm just saying it was just like Steve was like, he's guys trying to bring you out and you made valid points. So tell him to leave you alone. So I'm just letting you, you know. Didn't make a point. You didn't make a single point. This this was my beef. You didn't make a single point of the way hit. He just hasn't done it for me. Why? I don't know. That's it's not the opinion. point. It's like an asshole. Everyone has one. And by the way, I don't know how I've just let this freaking shots fired take place. Like, welcome, Andy. Hi. Nice to meet you. Appreciate the fact that I am a film fan who doesn't have the world best of time, but I make every effort available. Yeah. Hi. Nice to see you too. Right. I think we've rubbed AJ up the wrong way. <laughs> we've not rubbed him up the wrong way. But if you want to be an alcoholic, just admit it and take it. You know what? Take the drinking game. I haven't seen it. Right. There we go. Andy loved you and loved the Declan and loved everyone watching. Of course. Yeah, of course. It's all this AJ, AJ has had a very hard time the last few weeks because we've done James Bond. 
which by his own admission has never been something he's disliked, but not something he's been as versed in as he would like. I gave him shit then for Woody Harrelson, which I'm never going to let go, by the way, until you finally fucking understand that the man is awesome. And until you stop making silly comments like, oh, you see, he's not that good. I haven't seen Venom 2 yet, but I know it's Woody Harrelson's fault. It's <laughs> no. And now we're dealing with zombies. Like, poor AJ. <laughs> poor you, AJ. You know what? Like, I'm not even, like, back rubbed here, but I I'm very sure last week being comic book villain... I don't think there was a film I actually said I hadn't seen. Like, remind me if you brought up one. I was like, I don't. That's know. correct. Three things are sure in life: death, taxes, and yeah, me and comic book movies. Yes, <laughs> I have a niche. <laughs> you know what? And I'm expanding on my bloody um, what's those films? Biopics. And I'm expanding in all areas. Hence this. This is what it's all about: edutainment. Have you guys not read the tagline? Visit the website www.sourcegreendudes.com. Nice Cheap plug. plug. Yeah. Nice plug. Nice. Plug. Of course. Of course, it's nice all about plan. the entertainment. But yes, anyway. The entertainment, here. as we've said a long time, goes both ways, of course. But, and this is the thing. In me not seeing films, it encourages me to search deep, because I like to be a bit out there when it comes to it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And it <laughs> allows entertainment to take place, because it's like, how did you find that one? Because I have Zoogle. Anyway, we won't get into it. Uh, it <laughs> <laughs> but no, but joking aside, like you, you get to find some really cool films out there whereas if you've seen every film apparently you don't start looking because it's like you've got 10 out there already you may look for one or two like appreciate the struggle that takes place out here people it's not easy to have 10 films no you, you you're actually quite right and it's funny you mentioned the, the the whole 10 films and we got this earlier in our comic book group um which is kind of it's a quasi movie group because we just talk about everything that's edutainment on there and being a bit honest with myself, when I actually said, oh, let's do zombie movies, I actually sat down and I've managed to fill five out relatively quickly. And then I was like, uh-oh, actually, I'm struggling to make. Because normally, like, when we pick a topic, I can go, yeah, bang, 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 bang. I can do my 10 pretty much like that. And then I'll, like, do a deeper dive and try and find a movie that I haven't seen or movies that I haven't seen to see if they would actually take what my automatic 10 are. This week, it's like, ugh. I, I couldn't make an instantaneous 10. I actually struggled. I really struggled. And I went on a, the maddest discovery of films. Some which people are going to be like, how the hell have you not seen that until now? I have no excuse. Um, others where I'm like, I'll be surprised. I know Andy from having spoken to him on, uh, on Twitter has seen my number three, which, oh my fucking God, AJ, I have discovered the Donnie Darko of zombie movies. I really well, some, have. There's some actual goodies out there. Now, I'm... Who's this? I'm, I'm pausing. Nobody on Twitter has seen everything. There are so many people on Twitter who have seen a lot more than me. There are, but they're mostly arseholes, Andy. And you actually come across really nice when we're actually discussing film instead of, ah, oh, you're stupid for not saying that. Andy has a nice way about him on Twitter. And likewise, so does Declan, not just a movie fan. We have a nice... Twitter community. I don't know how it's happening. You have an alcohol dependency because they want to. Oh, leave it alone. I, I don't actually. Listen, quite I'm the it's what I do. I'm obviously not here for film knowledge. So <laughs> Superman's Drunk says, I'm guessing Night of the Creeps won't be making the list, but damn, great film. Thrill me. I say nothing. Stay tuned. <laughs> we don't um, give our list. I'm not gonna lie. Andy, take a drink because I haven't seen it. <laughs> Night of the Crew. <laughs> listen, no, joking aside, joking aside, right? What I do have 
and it's freaking huge, is this here, right? It's called a to-see list. It's absolutely impossible to fill because every week there's a new topic. But yeah. when there are stuff like this, this situation where I'm like Night of the Creeps, I'll put it on the list. And when there is a spare moment, I'll give it a shot. Mm. So, like, yeah, cool. Down for it. Night yeah. of the Creeps. But now, going back to, my... to be a pretty straightforward topic of like, these things are undead and they like to eat brains. It's not very diverse. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. My top 10 list is diverse. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, look, one of my things that was really unfortunate is I came across a load of B movie bullshit. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, they were. Goes the this is the thing. And this is what I think will also come as part of the category for me is that. I'm not the biggest horror fan and zombies for, you know, when you can take something like vampires or others, you can actually get quite a good story and develop on it, right? Horror franchises, let's take the conjuring or something you can build with those stories. Some are really ridiculously stupid. Hmm. Zombies, no matter though, you, no matter how much you can be somewhat diverse with it, it's still kind of, it, 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 its main element is that it's it's a spreadable disease. Like, put it this way, Dracula can make you a vampire or can kill you, right? Straight. Zombies will, by nature, make you another zombie. So it always becomes this massive... Not necessarily. Not necessarily. <sighs> it depends how much they munch on you. If you get bitten and escape, you will eventually become a zombie. If you get caught by the zombie horde, you're fucked. Yeah, either way. But, like, yeah, this was just part of the situation. Sorry, I see we have another comment. We do from the lovely Riri Thomas. Who is it? Why is that yeah. comment not coming up? Hope you are both good. A lot of Asian zombie movies are amazing. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I agree with that. Kind of opened my eyes a bit more. And I was like, huh, huh. Yeah, like there's a few on that list on my list. I always have like this continuous list that I'm like, if time prevails, I will knock them all out. And the Asian ones have really stood out to me. I'm not. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, by the way, spe speaking of Asian entertainment, for anyone, I'm probably preaching to the choir here, but for anyone who has not seen it, please, for the love of Christ, go and watch Squid Games. Oh, God, that's some good times. I'm like, funny enough, Squid Games always seems to be my show after this episode. Now, judging by the time we finish and work in the morning, I have not got very far, but my God. Sure. Really, it's so yeah, good. It's so good. It's like, Anya and I literally just finished watching it a few weeks back and we looked at each other and it was like, man, the Koreans make good stuff, don't they? They do. They do. They just make good stuff. They do. They do. Do you know where I really ticked myself off? And again, because of the time I watch it, like post movie Mount Rushmore, I had to go down the... Um, yes, it is. It's a good game. I went down, I, I done the forbidden stuff that I'm kind of upset for, but I won't do it if I watch it in the daytime or when I'm more awake. It became English dubbed as opposed to focusing on the reading. Oh, no, 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 no. I, bro, it's the time. It was like, I just need to just get the story to move on. But aside from that, yeah. No, Even no, no, no. like the first episode, I definitely watched it with subtitles and I was like, I'm all in. Bro. You must, but I mean, that's not something you do regularly in your defense. No, and... no, that's what I said. Like, it's the one time I put my hand up to the sin. That's what I'm saying. Andy Hart says, if you like Squid Game, watch Alice in Borderland. Andy, if you could let me, AJ, and everyone else watching know where one can find Alice in Borderland, that would be great. Because here's the problem, actually, I found. 
this I was going to say this about the, the Twitter community we have, because I, I think I've mentioned this before on pod. How? I don't know. It's not by some magical Twitter skill I have, because I have zero magical Twitter skills. But what I've found is that the, the not even the audience, that sounds really, really like up myself, but like the community that kind of we interact with on Twitter, like it's really healthy. No one's there really bashing each other. You know, I'll take the odd shot at Chris Trengrove and likewise, but... Yeah, it's kind of a healthy thing all around. The problem is, is that because of the community that we have, they really know their shit. And I don't just mean Andy and Declan. And, you know, they really know their stuff. So, and sometimes, like, mixed memorabilia is one who's especially guilty of this. He'll pull up these amazing movies and it's like, well, where can I find it? It's like, oh, it's on Netflix. It's absolutely not on Netflix. Oh, it's on that. No, it's not. I have looked on all you the know what? It's ones. a matter of timing. And that's actually what ticks me off with this. Some this episode particularly did I realize how valuable it is to have the various subscriptions because certain films I came across and I didn't find it before. Mm. Then stuff like BBC iPlayer came up and I was like, oh, I've yeah. missed it all the time. Yeah. Like I'm so ticked with that. But. Yeah. A uh, few comments have quickly just come up. Uh, Declan says, I believe this is in relation to Alice in Borderland, says we can find it on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. I just Googled it. Uh, Nate's here, by the way. Welcome, Nate. Uh, I've Yay. heard about that Netflix show and Big Tones in the House. Uh, paying back for blood in case I see my doll. I understand. Uh, Superman's Drunk says, for me, it's not only down to the zombies that entice me to see a movie. It's the scenario, like in Night of the Comet, where you can do whatever the f you want because 99 of the population are bye-bye it's true and andy hart says i believe this is in relation to alice in borderland japanese netflix tv show so this is something i'm now going to check out that has just been added to my list. hey to your to see list yep oh god it's so big it's ridiculous oh, and there is ridiculous. bro there are some movies in there that i'm actually ashamed i haven't seen but you no know, hey. but again you can't take everything you know, like but there are the big names like you know until like two years ago I hadn't seen Casablanca for Christ's sake and it's yeah, like oh, me, oh. let's get this out there now sorry I, my new thing seems to be holding a pen I don't know why I have them in my pocket and then I just love flicking them around right it's that you, managerial thing we you shall listen to me yeah <laughs> yeah it's you you want to see them you want to get around to seeing them we're in an era where it's not that film stops even during a pandemic film didn't stop you still had releases right mm. so with all of that there's continuously something else to watch now of course there are those classics now yes Casablanca's one but guess what so is singing in the rain so is mm. Lawrence of Arabia so mm -hmm. is whatever like a classic can be deemed by absolutely anything I'm just drawn for free there yeah hell real window psycho like <clears throat> there's only so much you can take off and then guess what you get a topic like a movie, Matt Rushmore, where you have to focus on 10 of a specific, specific subject. How do you balance it? Yeah, yeah. Now, this is the thing. is, And that's what I love about this podcast and about the people who tune in and share their movie experiences and should give us ideas to watch. Is that as well as kind of like just sharing our passion for movies, which we hope kind of emanates in your face in a really, really entertaining way. Entertainment that entertains. Well done, Nico. Pat for me. Um, it's We learn a lot from this, which is kind of awesome. Um, few last comments before we get into it. Andy Hart says, the problem with Netflix, you have international fans in different territories of different movie shows. Ain't it true? And Superman's yeah. Drunk says, I hope you guys have seen Kingdom. Kingdom on Netflix? No, but it is on my to-watch list. So I'm Is that the Zombie Kingdom film? Because I think yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one I had. Down it's literally downloaded on my phone. 
15 minutes in, we've got a few people watching now. Should we get on with our <laughs> Halloween special? Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Yeah. So you really aren't hyped for this. <laughs> no, no. Do you know what it is? It's it, it's built. And again, when you start smacking so many in, you start to build a form of appreciation. Yes. But then time is never on your side, right? So then some are like muscle memory. One is in at number 10 by default because I haven't even finished the film, but it's, it's there. There is one mm. definite worse. So it, it's it's like, I don't feel right in it. I'm more confident than Bond, but I'm still like, yeah, yeah I, I wanted to give more. I wanted to come and hit hard, but hey. When a little... life. Nate, I've seen your comment. I'm absolutely not putting that up on a YouTube video. <laughs> AJ, feel free to have a look. Um, right. So, shall we get into it, Mr. AJ? <laughs> Do not put that up on screen. <laughs> Nate, listen, if, if you want to know what he said, just head on over to YouTube now. That, that, that's the best. Comment section's there. Um, right. So, for those of you joining us for the first time, thank you so much for joining us on our creepy kooky Halloween special. Emphasis on the kooky, less so the creepy, because it's us two in the house. AJ and Nico, two best friends in school, doing a top 10 show about movies. And you can find the movie Matt Rushmore on all podcast platforms. And if you're lucky enough to catch us live, you can find us right here on our YouTube channel. But how does the show actually work? AJ and I get assigned to a topic. We go our separate ways. We come right back here, record, and deliver to you live to the Silver Screen Dudes, our individual top tens. This week, I will go first, delivering my bottom three. AJ will then deliver his bottom three. I will deliver my next two. AJ will deliver his next two. And then we will trade one apiece when we get to our top five. If at any time, while we are rounding off our individual top ten list, one person has a movie in a higher position, that person will say... Punt. And we will punt and talk about that movie when we get to the high position. Once we have both rounded off our individual top 10 lists, we will create the movie Mount Rushmore. These are the four quintessential diverse must-see movies of the genre, which this week is... Top 10 zombie movies. Oh, yes. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited about this. Okay. Um... Oh, Frank Torres, first time here. Frank, welcome to the show. Really happy to have you. Oh, and uh, do stay tuned. People who watch regularly will know this. Do stay tuned to the end because we ask all of you what your top tens are for the topic we've picked. But please don't post them now because the way the comments work, the earlier ones will get deleted. So leave it to the end. We'll give you a notification as to when. But enough about that. Let's get into the compiling, show. Guys. You can start compiling. But yeah, just start compiling by all means, but share a little bit later. In at number 10, let's get the guilty party out of the way. Emphasis on the guilty, because I recognize this movie to be a tremendous pile of shit, but I have an oh-so-very soft spot for this, and indeed the entire franchise, sinful as I am. Resident Evil from 2002. Small pun. Oh, he's a small pun. Okay. In at number nine is a less spoken about British film, which I think is British, um, but it's one of those steady cam films. I had a really good time with this one. Quarantine. Andy, take a drink. I've seen this one. <laughs> so here's, here's the idea. It's not your traditional zombies in the sense of need brain, eat food, eat human. It's not, and it's not kind of like the zombies, which I'm sure we're going to be, be discussing later, which are the rapid fucker zombies right this is kind of weird because they never actually drop the z word they're not actually ever called zombies they're not called the undead but they are can, I, can I just say something about this yeah please before you go any further 
I was actually patterning this through there. Hmm. I don't think many films actually do call them zombies because that's they true. Just become, they they just become this weird. People are acting weird. It, it's not mm. like people are aware of zombies and then zombies have occurred. It's always been like, what's happening with people? We're always in a world of we're unfamiliar with zombies. Yeah. But anyway, proceed. Quarantine's a cool one. It's essentially a group of people get trapped in a building and this building ends up in a quarantine zone and it's them trying to... I'm giving you a very condensed version here, but it's this group of people trying to get out of this building and there's something living on the top floor, but they don't know that. What they're trying to do is make their way up to the top floor to get out of said building. And they get, because humans are inherently violent by nature and violent by design when put up against, when put into a corner. It's in our nature. It's a dark side of our, ter- of our nature. We don't like being put into a corner and we lash out. This movie really encapsulates that. And the people systematically start wiping off each other to try and get out of the building. There are a few moments where they get kind of close, but then you find out like it goes from shaky steady cam to big budget action, and then you've got a freaking helicopter shooting a machine gun at them, saying "Stay the fuck in," <laughs> because you're in a quarantine zone, and we don't know if you're infected or not. The movie ends on a not so much a cliffhanger, but not so much a cliffhanger, but it, it, it ends very abruptly, shall we say? Like there's no happy ending. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it at that. But really, really worth a watch. And it's one of those rare films that kind of puts um, a fresh-ish spin on the on the handheld Steadicam. Um, now, Superman's Drunk says, it's not British, is it? Thought it was an American remake of a Spanish movie. Yeah, I, I did say, I think I got this one wrong. Is it British, is it not? I think I got this one wrong. And Nate says, it's a remake of Wreck. No, 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 no. But not a great remake of a fantastic Spanish film on my top 10. It stars Dexter's sister, Dee Dee. <laughs> I know what he meant. <laughs> I know exactly what Superman's drunk meant. Okay, that was number nine. In at number eight, I Am Legend with Will Smith. Didn't make your list. I was expecting a punt. No, no. Interesting, because you're a Will Smith guy. Take a drink. No. Yeah, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I, no. Bear this in mind. Bear this in mind. And I, I think I've said it a few times before on podcasts, right? And I, I, I'm not making it an actual excuse for anything. There is this three to four year blur in, in the world that I had when it came to me in films. For some reason, okay. I just didn't have a strong relationship. And that's around that kind of time. So I heard of it, but it's not actually been... This is a good one, bro. This is a... Will Smith went through this, you know, when he owned the summer, essentially, when he was doing things like this, like Hancock, yada, yada, yada. This, for me, was one of his really, really good ones. I say he was doing it owning the summer, and it came out in December. Stupid me. But it was when Will was kind of king of the box office mm-hmm, in a pre-Marvel mm-hmm. world, you know, where before movies started making a billion dollars in their opening weekend. Um, Big Tone says, I Am Legend is a good film, but very depressing. Oh, so depressing. Oh, so, so, so depressing. Well, so- you know what's interesting about this? And I'm, I'm not discounting it from your list because I it came up and then I was looking and I wasn't sure what kind of category. Some people call them vampires over zombies. Yeah, I get that. It's a very weird one, this, because they're, they're vampiric in the sense that they don't come out during the day. Like they don't like the light, whereas zombies are completely 
no fucks given type Neutral. creatures. It's yeah. like, right, Dark, I'm going to eat you, right? Um, so, yeah, I get that they can be vampiric. To be honest with you, I, this was a simple Google search, like zombie movies. And I Am Legend came up and there was a, quite a good essay of someone breaking down why they are zombies. Um, they certainly have the horde mentality that zombies have, which vampires do not. Like vampires yeah, don't like have horde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're kind of a weird mix between. But Vampire vamp zombies, which could also work. Zombies? It's impossible. They're zombies. Zampires? I don't know. Um, yeah, Andy Hart says, the book is even more depressing. And Nate says, I love the book, so when I saw it, I viewed it through the lens of the original story and didn't like it. In hindsight, I was too harsh on it, though, when I viewed it on a separate entity. See, here's sometimes the beautiful thing of not having actually read a book. Now, I'll be completely honest. Having read Frank Herbert's Dune, I got a much bigger appreciation, I think, than I would have had I not read Dune. Reviews up on the channel now. I adore Dune. Like that movie? Mwah, bella. But... I am legend, AJ. Will Smith is... So the premise of the movie is very good. Will Smith is the last man alive, but he's not alone. All he's got for the majority of this movie is... His dog. This lovely dog called... I believe the dog's called Sam. Don't hate me if I've got that wrong internet. It's quite a while since I've seen it. But I believe the dog's called Sam. Sam is like a German shepherd, his trusted best friend, essentially, right? And Will Smith is just going through the rhythms of being the last man alive and surviving. But... He's surviving in a world where there's these vamp, zompires, vambies, whatever. But it's really cool post-apocalyptic setting. The, the monster detail isn't like anything I've really seen before. It is highly depressing because, it, you know, you see remnants throughout the movie of this is what humankind resorts to when it's pushed to it. Kind of like quarantine. It's kind of what humankind resorts to when it's pushed to its limits. Right. And essentially breaks. And yeah, bro, it's for a Will Smith fan. I'm quite shocked you haven't seen it. it, it as I said, there was a blur. There was also a point where I would, anyway, no excuses. I haven't seen it. We'll leave it as that. The dog. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's one of those things that sadly it's been a spoiler to me, which also takes me off. And I hate that sometimes when a film has these spoilers that you actually like to have embraced naturally. It kind of delays me watching the film because I'm like, oh, I know it's going to happen. Like, it's well, it's funny you say it. that. It's really funny you say that because Frank Torres says, we tend to think of Legend as a Will Smith movie instead of a zombie movie like Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks. It's star power. Kind of, yeah. People very much did see this as, oh, it's the new Will Smith movie. But it is, for me, it's very much a zombie movie. And AJ, genuinely, I think you'd get a kick out of this one. Probably, probably. Like, there is this post-apocalyptic world. There's another one that's going to come up later on. Mm -hmm. There's this one. There was, like, Book of V. Like, like, they've all kind of got this kind of similar traits that I found in them. And, um, yeah, I'm sure. Well, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, AJ, you're number 10. Right, as I said, haven't even finished the film, so this is why it's there, and it's by proxy. Um, my number 10 is... Mm -hmm. Army of the Dead. Punt. Cool. That, that kept me going. Right, this one I was quite disappointed with, right? Because I was expecting all kinds of cool, and I thought it was my loophole. Right? My number nine is Freaks of Nature. Ah, do you know what? Take a drink. I've not seen this one. 
There you go. But trust me, you don't need to see it. It's it's one of the worst films I've seen. But it was also something that was quite addictive. Now, this is in a world, and this is why I thought, you know what? Yes, I've won, right? This is the world where you've got vampires and zombies and humans, and they're all kind of going to war. So I was like, hey, it's a vampire movie with zombies. I win. This film is absolutely <laughs> It's crazy. It's it's. It, I'm not going to pretend it's great. It's one of those you could sit back and possibly have a laugh, or you might just think it's the biggest heap of shit. It's in that kind of category. It's a bit like what you said with Resident Evil. It's, it's give or take. You either love it, like you're ever going to appreciate it for what it is, or you're just like, this is a heap of crap. What happens is that in this world, you've got vampires who somehow have that kind of twilight thing. They're allowed to walk in the daytime, if you okay. could. The zombies are there, and the humans are there, and they all seem to live harmoniously, mm-hmm. right? Aliens then come across into this film. And as the aliens have turned up, all the different groups of this town start to think, what the hell? Like, they, they believe that they were called... <laughs> Andy, Andy Hart has said, AJ, your turn to drink. I haven't seen Freaks of Nature. Not even heard of it. Like, guys, honestly, it's avoidable. It's it's not the greatest film. Like, there's not even any stuff. Actually, I can't remember that. Yeah, it's it's not that. <laughs> but it just just quickly, comment. sorry to reread Thomas. I have seen your comment regarding Train to Busan. Stay tuned. Right. Okay. Cool. And so it, each each different group believed that the aliens were brought in by someone else, and it essentially leads to all elements fighting each other, like the humans, the vampires, the zombies, all going out for each other. And it's a small group of one human, one vampire, and one zombie maintaining a friendship to take on the world and beat the aliens. It's crazy. It's stupid. It's not going to make anyone's top 10 films or win any Oscars, but it was a load of fun. And in a Who made your top 10 films, big man? Because why? <laughs> because when you're trying to tick off the zombie films and you find one that ends up being a heap of shit, you can't add any more. Didn't even get to finish my number 10. Where are we at? So that was my number nine. That sounds like a tremendous pile of shit. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. <laughs> oh, God but I, I, I actually did have a giggle from it. In at number eight, this is going to mm. be a bit of muscle memory from me. Go. Oh. But based on the video game, I'm talking Doom. Is Doom a zombie movie? They were zombies. No, they were demons. They're categorized as zombies. They're but they're demons like in doom they go through the gates of hell they go to hell hell on mars they're zombies they're, they're, they're demons <laughs> no 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 hold on hold on hold on i know there is a demon battle at the end but i'm sure I swear the, down doom is going i'm through the very gates sure of hell the on people mars. were, 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 were quali- quant- ah. classified Internet, help me right now i'm sure the people were classified as zombies big tones got you there were zombies too thank You're you safe. Carry on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I remember watching this film and I, one of the things that we've done and I recognize is that comic book, no, video games are never made into the world's greatest films. But For at most a part, time, that's true. in a time where I can appreciate The Rock and I appreciate the video game, I watched this and was taken in and i was somewhat interested in what this film had to offer because time. of the rock let's be honest you it saw this because of the rock of course it was because of the rock but it was also because of the game because i had a lot of fun with the game like, like who didn't right exactly so you I played the new ones by the way come again you played the new ones no i haven't played Doom in years, 
absolute years. Do you know what I? Do you know what I was kind of blurred between? Like I would really love with playing a good one of Duke Nukem. I could do with a good Duke Nukem one. Duke Nukem's never getting remade now, my man. Of course it wouldn't. <laughs> it's Johnny Bravo with a gun. Like it's never been. <laughs> Duke, it's Duke never Nukem be going fun. up to female aliens. Like, pardon me, hot sexy mama. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. No, but it was you know it. I, some video games I stop and I take in the storyline. Something like Doom, I was just shoot them up, just get to the end, right? That's how I appreciate Doom. So I kind of took it for the story and I was like, hey, I like the way you guys have built the world around this and, you know, we had the zombies and whatnot. And then I, what I always loved about Doom is when it went into that video game mode at the end. When yeah, you, when it yeah. went first person. Yeah, when it went first person, I thought that was absolutely great fun. If you like that, you should see a Russian movie. Well, Russian-made movie with Charlotte Copley called uh, Hardcore Henry. Do you know what? I'm pretty sure. I I blank on it, yeah? But I did go to the cinema for Hardcore Henry. It's weird. Bro, isn't it just? (laughs) It's weird. I remember the the idea of it, and I was like, this is pretty interesting, but my God, is it trippy as fuck, man. Like, I'm blanking on it, but I remember being like, Okay, then. <laughs> Whole movie is sent, essentially shot with a high-quality GoPro. Yeah, essentially, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, bit of edutainment from uh, Riri Thomas. Uh, not horror-related, but as you love your Korean TV shows, I would recommend Signal, if you haven't watched it already, Dark Detective Show with Time Travel Elements. Uh, Frank Torres very correctly says Carl Urban was actually the main character, though. Clever marketing. It was indeed. Now, Frank, this is a really good point to make because for Lord of the Rings geeks like me, I saw Carl Urban. I was like, oh, hey, man, I'm seeing that. AJ is like, do you smell it? <laughs> he was it. doesn't matter who the main character was. Sorry. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it was. And that's the, that's the cool thing is that... Um, to be fair, I didn't even recognize this as that. But it and we've was got some love thing. for Hardcore Henry from Big Tone and from Declan. It is mental. It's fun. It's fun. There's no denying that. But yeah, it was actually quite a... a, a I don't want to... Screw it. It's old and it's not that great. But I like the spin that, even though they marketed it as a rock film, that, you know, Carl Urban was the one who actually took the reign at the end. I was like, oh, rocks with Venom. Like, hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was a good, nice plot twist to it at the end. But yeah, that was my... That was your eight. That was my eight. Over to you, sir. Get your uh, get your finger ready on the punt button, okay? Uh, because at my number seven, Brad Pitt in World War Z. The disrespect, shut up. That's the, you said Brad Pitt, I knew where you were going. <laughs> Fuck it. Move on. <laughs> Fucking disrespect. <laughs> Love it when you get butt. <laughs> It's like it brings me joy to see you in film pain. I'm really, it's really bad, but it's just no, but I, 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 I appreciate that I can be quite animated. Honestly, if you really want to see me get animated, come and play a video game with me. It's words I dare not repeat here. But you're such a little bitch in video games. I'm sorry. You're like, we've got a video of the two of us playing this shitty ass wrestling game, it's on the channel months back 2K Battlegrounds. You got such a little potty mouth on you when you play games. Like I like to sort of concentrate and play. You're like, yeah, come, bruv, I'll fuck you up and your mama too. It's like, what? <laughs> what Trash is talk it? Skywalker. That's me, mate. I tell you, Vidget. Bro, like, I believe I birthed the word wankstain. I always remember playing FIFA with my brother. And I put you wankstain. Apologies for the bad. Wankstain's a great one. That that term. Oh, so applicable to UA Ball, if you know. <laughs> yeah, and I remember my brother literally paused the game and said, 
what did you just say? Like, yeah, that, that's that's me. I, Wankstein is a great insult. Oh, thank um, you. Getting a little bit of hate for putting uh, video game trash talk is the best, isn't it? And Big Toe not happy with me for putting World War Z solo. I love World War Z. I'd like that to... The seventh position is not a reflection of me thinking it's a low-ranking film. It's a realization that three of the next six movies I've seen, I genuinely believe... Sorry, three of the next six movies I've seen are better. Three of them are new. And likewise, I also believe are better. Uh, so that was my number seven in at number six. So this is the one, you know, like if you, AJ is not going to get this because I know for a fact AJ won't have seen this one. Um, this is one the hardcore zombie fans are going to be like, how is that anything other than number one? It's my number six, George A. Romero's 1978 Dawn of the Dead. We have a problem here. We have a problem we, here. It is technically a punt. But I sadly fell into remake territory. So I suppose you might want to... Oh, you saw the Snyder one. Yeah, which wasn't... I haven't seen the remake completely. I've seen parts of it, and I enjoyed the remake. I imagine it's very... (laughs) There it is. (laughs) No, I get it. And like I honestly wanted to... Do you know what's annoying? Again, this is something I found out was on um, Prime Video. And I was like, ah. Like, it, timing, like, screwed me on that. I'm not going to lie. No, the what the fuck, bruv, was Big Tone's comment to me for only for putting Dawn of the Dead I'm saying, number six. I, I, I might have agreed had I actually seen that one there, you know? But So, here's, the, like, let's talk about the remake when we get to it. I'm going to just give my, without giving too much of the plot away, I'll leave that to you. Um, I'm going to be honest here. It's the first time I ever saw Dawn of the Dead. Hands up, I know, burn the witch. Forgive me. Have you this seen is... the prequel? What, Day of the Dead? Night, isn't it Night of, Night the, of dead. the Living Dead? Night of the Living Bro, Dead. Bro, I haven't... Okay, Ma- you're making me do massive disclaimers here. Not seen George A. Romero's zombie flicks. This is the first one I have ever seen. So, shock horror. I found out the fucking... Yeah, I swear, screw it. Yeah, I found out the first one was a freaking BBC iPlayer. I was screwed. Like, travelling home. <laughs> I was like, for fuck's sake. There is a remake. There is a '90s remake, but yeah, Night of the Living Dead is actually just there on BBC iPlayer. So, um, so I think Superman Drunk's Jesus is in relation to me only having is either in my placement to Dawn of the Dead or in the or in the fact that I've only just seen it for the first time. As Andy Hart said earlier, you can't see all the movies. (laughs) But look, I'll be honest here. I had a world of fun with Dawn of the Dead, and I may say something that's sacrilegious now. But it's great for all the wrong reasons. But I don't want to be wrong. It's a freaking zombie movie. They're, they are no, no, no. I don't, bro, I don't. I do not subscribe to that noise you're making. There are some zombie movies which I'm going to get to in my top five, which are fucking fantastic. Listen, I've got some bangers. I've got some bangers. I'm not disrespecting that. But by proxy, ninety five percent of them do not fall in the oh, it's an amazing cinematic movie or journey. It's it's crazy. not. It's really not. I'm sorry to say, okay, in fairness, looking at this objectively without how I experienced it, can I see how this film is as influential as it is? Of course. All the horror zombie tropes, you you can tell this is like one of the, you can tell this is a master of zombies at work here, right? But can I be real? It's like, that people are like, oh, but it's age. It's like, I'm sorry, you can go and watch the original 
Star Wars movie. Graphically, it's aged. The construction of that film is freaking timeless, which is why it's one of the all-time great films. And that was 1977, a year before this, right? This film has aged, not just thematically, it's aged in the way it's shot, the effects of age, the dialogue has aged, the camera techniques have aged. This film feels old. It feels old. And there is there is a scene when the, like, I actually started laughing and I was like, sorry, when I'm laughing, that's a mistake. Because, and it wasn't something that the movie did. It was a, like a thought that got in my head in relation to what I was seeing. Let me explain. There's this scene in, when they're in the shopping mall where they've come in through the roof and they're on like this. Think of it like a John Lewis. It's inside a shopping mall, but the actual shop is kind of split across multiple levels. Yeah, that sounded proper fucking white posh of me. Oh, think of John Lewis. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had an out of body experience. Areas, darling. John Lewis. Oh, right, let's go to Harrods. Sorry. A department store with a shop which has multiple floors. Let's not put a put a fucking label of, of them. And yeah, Big Tone says uh, it's the part of the charm. It is. It absolutely is. But let me be real, right? And Big Tone and the other people who like this movie, tell me if you disagree with this. This scene where, like, the two guys with the guns. By the way, can I just say that I need my in my life a small white dude and a large brother walking around with guns, and every time they walk into the room, it's like, Da, 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 da. It's, it's so I'm sorry, but they've got this it's it's literally a skit it's almost like a comedy skit they do whereby one of them so the shop is kind of closed off the zombies are in the main kind of mezzanine lobby part of the shopping mall right i don't know if it's the same in the remake the shop is closed off with glass windows yeah yeah they're yeah, they're running up and down the stairs saying zombie 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 running down running out coming back in zombie 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 running up and it's like bro if you inserted benny hill music over this scene it would fit perfectly like perfectly it is such a pile of cheese especially when you put it up to the against the movies that are higher up on my list like it's got its place in cinema history but oh my days it is a pile of cheese like i i don't know how anyone could put this as their like number one zombie movie top 10 most definitely you know because of I, how influential you know i would always say right and it's it, funny enough i was taught and it's not related to zombies but I was talking like Misery, the film Misery, yeah? Yeah, great and film. It's a great film, but it seemed, the torture seemed so much worse when I was a kid. Now, yeah. given the age, you either saw it at its peak, like when it first came out, or you saw it at a young age and it had what it needed to put the bejesus into you. When you're 30 plus and you're watching it for the first time, you're like, that. <laughs> I, mm. I, I kind of appreciate what you're saying. Because when you're younger, the, the whole zombie thing is going to scare the shit out of you either way. It doesn't matter yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It, 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 I, I, yeah. As Tone said, it's now just going to be part of the charm. You just have to take it for what it is. It is. So I fully hear what you're saying, bro. What's frustrating is that, especially at the beginning, it had some, it had some interesting like social commentary to it, like the initial building which they're trying to, you know clean out essentially it's 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 it, it's a black estate essentially so there's and the, the the implication being that this you know the the black community has been excommunicado by society so there was in, some interesting racial commentary that was trying to go on with it but it just couldn't break yeah, about it, touch on it in new one just like, about touch yes, on it and it just couldn't break through the cheese like 
it highly entertaining, but I was laughing more than anything. Although I'll say this, some of the gore effects in it, I was like, that's actually quite good. Pretty good. Like the, the zombie, like when they bite you, they actually rip proper chunks out of you and stuff. I was like, okay, we're not just having a little nibble here. We we doing chunks. Um, Declan is with me and says, not seen any of them either, to be honest. Thank you. I'm not alone. <laughs> Frank Torres says, Schneider Dawn of the Dead was kind of a generational partition in the zombie genre. There is an age gap there. Oh, yes, there is. Uh, Big Tone says, you need to watch the Romero films. Most games are based off of it. As I said, Highly influential. influential. You did not deny that. You did not. Highly deny influential. Uh, Andy Hart says, Night of the Living Dead is out of copyright. You can see it free in lots of places. Well, I'll check that one out if I'm, if I'm feeling it. It's on Prime. It's on Prime. It's on Prime. It's on Prime. Oh, yeah. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. It's on um, iPlayer. It's on iPlayer. There you go. Because Dawn of the Dead, I actually watched on Prime. Um, Frank Torres then goes on to say, sorry, uh, it does feel old. It's an awful movie. You could pass it off as an 80s movie. Funnily enough, I'm talking about the 70s movie, which feel, which obviously is old. AJ is going to talk about the 04 movie. Um, Big Tone says, first real zombie film I've seen really put me in the moment. I get that. And David Jones says, three, Living Dead at Manchester Morgue, two, Day of the Dead, one, Zombie Flesh Eaters. Well, that's an interesting top three. And Andy, drink. Haven't seen any of them. <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen any of them but uh, that was my seven and six aj what is your number seven right this was the punt from earlier mm -hmm. Resident yeah Resident. it's a bit of a blur like by all means bro i'm just working off of the fact that it was a video game again we're just seeing people infected by the t virus waking up and just yeah milo just kicking ass man. Like, that's what i saw yeah. from this one right i would love to go deeper but that's all i saw in there so Resi is a very frustrating one because it kind of failed on both fronts. It didn't really do anything that novel with the zombie genre in terms of pure zombie films. And it didn't give the Resident Evil game fans really what they wanted. Because Having Alice only played Resi in 7, mm. right? I was actually quite shocked how worlds apart they were. Now, I appreciate seven, film, seven games down, it's there. I would also say, Eight. having seen the film, well... By the time I played seven, I'm seven in, do you know what I mean? But um, the other part of it was, I also remember the film was enjoyable, but not enough for me to say I wanted to see number two. Interesting. See, I've seen all of them, and there's legitimately, I think only four. I'm talking the movies here, not the games, because the game Resident Evil 4 is just, mwah, bella. But Resident Evil 4, the movie, I found genuinely terrible and unwatchable. Other than that, I had a great time with pretty much all of them. I love the fact that in Resident Evil 5, for instance, it went super stupid and decided to use the Avatar Cameron Pace 3D camera because it's like, of course, we're going to do Resident Evil in 3D now. I love the fact that in 3, they were in the desert and the zombies were dying out. Like, it was... It, Declan says it perfectly. They're great and terrible at the same time. They really are. These are a guilty pleasure in the purest sense of the word. But there are, yeah, there are some iconic moments in it. Like that hallway scene with the lasers where they all get sliced up. Like people do talk about that. That was quite a moment, especially when the guy gets completely scissored into like little, like, oct not octagonal shapes, into little kind of diagonal yeah, diamond shapes, you know, yeah. into little cubes. And, you know, the first time you see the zombie just and you see it from foot level and it's dragging its foot and pulling that rusty axe behind it. That's an iconic moment. And yeah, Superman's drunk says, and this has become a meme at this point, but he's up. They're absolutely right. He 
you're all going to die down here. It's just a it's a famous line now. You can't fight it. Uh, Nate says, I found it difficult to watch because I'd already seen so many zombie films by the time I got around to it. I don't usually have issues with older films. I love a lot of older films, Planet of the Apes. I'm hoping you mean the one with Charlton Heston and not that fuckery with Mark Wahlberg. Um, and <laughs> Andy Hart says, so glad Resident Evil makes that his people like to shut on it, but the first movie is good. The rest of the franchise goes off the rails, but yeah, it is fun. It is fun. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I, do you know what it is? Again, when you're selective in what you're going to watch, like I'm not saying I completely hated it, but it wasn't for me to be like, oh, oh my God, one laser scene. Carry on. Yeah, it's not enough for me to be like, oh, I need to see number two. Do you know what I mean? It was fun. It was just passing. It, B movie, it's a great they movie. absolute high budget B movie, and they absolutely knew. How, but what they were clever in is they knew how to how to milk the Resident Evil fandom, oh, because sure. if you're hard into the Resident Evil lore and they tell you a number, you know, at the end of Resident Evil One, they're like launch the Nemesis program. Every single Resident Evil fan on the planet went, <gasps> they're bringing in Nemesis, no way, you know. They they just knew how to up the ante each time. Yeah, there you go. And Big Tone says second film is quite good too because Nemesis. You know, it's, they just knew what they were doing with it. It's it's dumb fun. You have, I think it's almost a disservice to talk about zombie movies and not bringing not Resident, Resident Evil. Come it on. needs to be done. It does need to be done. For sure. Yes, Nemesis was on point. Stars. Yes. Would love to. Yes. Not play oh, the game. Not play Resident it. Evil Three. That was the weird thing is that Nemesis was technically in three, not two. But that's see, this is what I mean. They kind of did things from the games, but they got it all wrong. It was kind of like what the Transformers did. It's like, oh, here's the Dinobots, but it's not really the Dinobots. Um, anyway, what is your number six? So guess what? The hate that we all talk about is now yeah. about to be redeemed. Okay. Woody Harrelson, Zombieland. That is my number five. Hey, cool. So I actually did have fun with this. Um, to me, Jesse Eisenberg was a star. I mean, obviously he starts it off and everything, but it, it's all the rules of how to survive in the yeah. in the zombie world. And I thought that double was tap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, double tap. Sorry, I was, was going to say no. I haven't seen the second, but yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> the double tap in that film, like all of these different rules: how to go to the toilet, what to do here, what to do there, yes. and starts adding lists as he meets Woody Harrelson, who's so free spirited and you know just gone oh crazy just does what he has to do to survive and then emma stone and the i bear with me a second i'm gonna have to bring up her name i do apologize Abigail Abigail like their 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 characters the way they hijack people and make it you know just get that one step yeah, further, yeah, yeah. trying to make it to this wonderful land which they believe is you know again where the magic happens it, it's literally like saying we're going to go to disneyland because the zombies won't go there do you know what i mean it's crazy as hell what's really funny with this one i don't know how or why this happened right hmm. I recall seeing Zombieland once, and I thought it started off in a theme park. I don't know how or why. And I was like, Finishes that. <laughs> exactly. But I don't know why I thought that was the beginning of the film. Hmm. And I was just like, whatever. Having said, okay, let me watch it based on this topic, I actually had a lot of fun with it. It's great. It's great. It and I, you know, I, I, I will give number two a shot. It, 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 it. It's got mixed reviews. Superman's Drunk in relation to that says, loved it, absolutely hated the sequel, though. I don't hate the sequel. It's, it can't hold a candle to the first one. But Zoe Deschanel, I, be I believe that's the actress's name. I hope I'm not going mad. Yeah, Zoe Deschanel in the second one. Oh, my God, that was she was brilliant. And Superman's Drunk killing Bill Murray. 
though. What? I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> that had me in stitches because the whole way he played it, uh, like that was his survival method. And it's like, just a, so anyway, good. I don't want to spoil it for who hasn't seen it, but I was like, that was what that I thought was genius. Like, it doesn't have to be Bill, but even down to the fact that Woody Harrelson's character was like, we're going to go to the world's greatest actor's house. And, you know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No disrespect, Bill Murray. Like, all of it was, yeah, I, I had a good laugh. With I had a good laugh. Sorry, it's not Zoe de Chanel, it's Zoe Dutch who plays Madison in uh, Zombieland 2. Bro, it's worth it just for her. She's so good in it. She I'll is give it a so shot. It's fun. It. And again, this is sometimes when you have like the zombies a bit in the background and it's more character-based. I can I can work with it. Like, when you're trying to be the... It, 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 sometimes it wins. Sometimes it wins, don't get me wrong. But mm. yeah. That, Big that statement from Declan here at Just a Movie Fan on Twitter. Zombieland, honestly, in my top 10 films ever. It's hilarious in every aspect. Listen, I get it. Appreciation is appreciation. I, I will never knock anyone's appreciation. Those it's, who hate it. You know the way I describe Mad Max as cocaine bubblegum meets Mario Kart? This is cocaine bubblegum meets zombies. <laughs> it literally is. It's like, how crazy can we get with After Effects titles in this movie? Let's have some fun. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, awesome. It's yeah. awesome. It's got, it's got, it almost feels like it was directed by James Gunn. It's like, it's very self aware and it knows it's out there. But this is and what I also appreciated from it. This is hmm. what I also appreciated from it. It's like, yeah, we know who we are. Yeah, zombies yeah. are a bit crazy. Know who you are, exactly. Good life lesson, AJ. Well done. Know who you are. But that was your number six, my number five. So over to your number five. Um, where are we? Da, 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 da. So this is the J Zack Snyder, Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Now, it's. It, it's funny when you watch this because you can appreciate it and keep going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, again, it's a survival movie of all sorts. It's a, it's a group of different people going on. It starts off with this nurse who hears about one guy who's been attacked. And they were like, oh, it was, it, it's really weird because you hear about him and it's like, oh, he's in ICU because of a bite. And it's like, okay. And then she goes home, like, you don't see anything. There's no actual relation to that guy. And then before you know it, this little kid that she's talking to who shows her she can skate backwards, skate backwards, ends up in her house the next morning and is a zombie. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, okay. And then you go like deep in zombie territory. And then it's just the survival. What was nuts as well? You're talking about a, a big black guy with a gun. We have thing rains with a gun in this film, which was all kinds of cool. Um, yeah, and then it just ends up in, like, it's very similar to what you were saying. You've got this whole, they're in a mall. But then somebody acting in this felt, cheesy and on the nose and <laughs> isn't Mackay Pfeiffer in this? Yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer's in it as well. Right. What happened um, to him? He, he was an Uncle Tom in 8 Mile. He played O in O, didn't he? Played a fellow. Yeah, he did. And um, Ace Boogie in um, Paid in Full, which is a, not Ace Boogie. He was a, he's in Ace. He's, no, he's not Ace, but he's in Paid in full. Den's going to kill me for that tomorrow when he watches. But, um, <laughs> so my brother, actually, paid in full is my brother's favourite film. I'm not going to shout over to him to tell me who he plays, but yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it was fun. It was interesting. It, it, it was on that basis of what you're looking for in a zombie movie, surviving, tearing people apart. I, 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 in the back of my mind, though, I kept saying how true to the original is it, which really bugged me. That's what I was really wondering you know it was cheesy there was this one point where they done this like quick montage of stuff that happened and i just found it random as hell 
and just out of place. So you've got everyone who's now in the mall and they're surviving, and you've got these street mall cops who, you know, these, these mall cops who are, you know, security and don't want to let people on on the second floor and all this. And you just get this quick montage of people surviving, and then you just see like two people shagging this, that, and the other. It was like, okay, here we are. That that just shows that how people have been surviving for three weeks, and then they're back shagging, <laughs> kind of like what people did in COVID. Well, yeah, but I mean, literally, exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! Just a few days before your daughter's birth, she's it's just true, like, oh, what? The, what were people doing in lockdown? Making babies? <laughs> it's just true. Like and then there was one, there's one scene I don't know if you had in your film where they had this. Um, there in the mall, but in literally just across from the mall was this guy in a gun shop on his own, and they were communicating with him with a signboard. Uh, and I'm, I'm only mentioning that because I've seen it get developed later on in another film that was mentioned to me, and I thought it was mega cool what happened there. Um, there were some stupid points in the film that I was like, yeah, but it was, it was good. Did you have a zombie baby? No. Yeah, we had a zombie baby, which was interesting. Don't need that. I had a bit of a life. weird ending, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, two days before that. <laughs> yeah. Stand with but, Kyrie uh, yeah. says, "Hey, Nico and AJ." Hey, that I see that photo. That's that. Is that Den? Is that Den? It looks like Den the Tech in that photo. I I'm... thought so, but I didn't want to like assume. Like, yeah. I'm gonna go with Kyrie. What up? Uh, hey, Superman hey, hey. says opening scene is epic, and Frank Torres in response to what's happened to Mackay Pfeiffer. This is real life. There's no Mackay Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually in my head too many times when I was watching the film. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, it was, it was a good opening scene. It, it's quite, it was good. I actually had, I mean, it's there where it's at. It, it, it's above Zombieland. I had fun with it. Sadly, because I knew there was a first, that was what was always in my head. But mm. it, it's worth watching to compare. I, I actually had fun with it. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll check out the remake. I mean, it can't... <laughs> as I was about to say, it can't be much worse than the original shots. It, it possibly it could. It has it has very B-movie feels to it. But... It is a Zack Schneider movie. I feel like Zack Schneider is kind of like the perfect director for the DC universe because it's like you're kind of happy with the DC movies like 30% of the time and that's exactly how I feel about Zack Schneider movies. He gets it right like 30% of the time, I'm really happy. Yeah, no, I, can, I can work with that. I can in at number four, this is an interesting one. So this didn't get brought up by anyone when I put the question out on Twitter on Saturday. By the way, if this is sounding like what the hell is he talking about Twitter, we do have a Twitter account at Movie MT Rushmore. Pretty much in the build up to every single top 10 we do every week, I'll ask the question on Twitter, what's your favorite movie of the topic we're going to talk about? So in this week, obviously, the question was, what's your favorite zombie movie, right? Now, that's the question I put out. No one picked this. And this movie, saw it for the first time, oh, so good. It was number three until my number three took its spot, um, which is another one I saw for the first time. In at number four, and people are going to be like, that's not a zombie movie. Allow me to disagree. In at number four, Reanimator. Oh, this film is so good. This film is so good. Please now, say that I'm not the only one about to take a drink on this. Huh? Not even, not even heard of it. You've definitely, have you seen the movie American Beauty? Yes. Well, then you have heard of it. There is a scene American in American Beauty. There is a scene in American Beauty 
where Lester Burnham, played by he who shall not be named, starts, you know, starts getting in shape and starts running. And this is shortly after he's met Ricky Fitz and smoked that weed with him outside of the restaurant, right? And Ricky, Ricky has said to him, like, if you ever need more, come and see me. And while they were smoking the weed together outside of this restaurant, they're talking about old movies and how great the old movies used to be. And they talk about Reanimator. And then when he goes to see Ricky Fitz, who's in the company of his very, very homophobic father, you know, he doesn't obviously want to say in front of the dad, hey, I'd like to buy some weed. He's like, I came, that movie we talked about, Reanimator, right? Now, that's just by pure chance that I remember them talking about Reanimator. has absolutely fucking nothing to do with this topic whatsoever. Reanimator is one of the best pieces of batshit crazy filmmaking I have ever seen in my life. I cannot stress to you how freaking great this film is in the sense that it is so far removed from your typical zombie film. Here's the very idea. This guy called Dr. West has created a serum and this is this is not an exaggeration the movie makes a huge deal about this serum being bright green like that like it is that color in the movie they they, they do not hold the punch when it comes to injectable the cheese kryptonite literally injectable <laughs> kryptonite perfectly said and this serum revives dead brain cells so what it essentially does is it brings people back from the dead in feral bestial form and there is it just goes from strength to bonkers b-movie strength to the degree where it starts off with reviving a cat then we start reviving people after we've killed them then we start decapitating people and simultaneously reviving first the head then the rest of their body then you've got the, the bodies carrying around their dismembered head shoving them in a lady's crotch to give her oral and i'm watching this going what the blue fuck am i watching question Yes. Are they flesh eaters that then make you turn into zombies following, or is it just the injection? Sorry? D do they actually do the zombie part of flesh eating? And nope. Then nope, but they come back from the dead. They are undead. They are brought back from the listen, dead. I'm not arguing. I'm just wondering, like, how on the spectrum, like, dude, I, I listen, we, we can. Declan, if you've never heard of it, I cannot stress enough how much everyone has to see this amazing piece of horror it is life altering like it is what it really is like when you see this movie you will never ever forget it there is there is visual imagery in this it is so i think it might even be lovecraft but it is so lovecraftian in its design and there is a shock a surprise shock that happens at the end that literally made me go oh fuck me jesus christ like it is it's got you it's kind of like the way that dawn of the dead was cheesy but i don't think dawn of the dead was self-awarely cheesy i think i think it's part of the charm that it wasn't self-aware this movie is so self-aware in the fact that it's a b movie it is so out there in its design it, it is so graphic it is B movie 101 it actually sounds 101 of it's amazing it is freaking incredible i cannot stress it enough so and then of course you throw all these other brilliant tropes in there from the 70s so this guy, Herbert West, who's a shamed physician working in Switzerland, gets transferred over to the college in the States. And then the 
character who we're fo who we're following is like this straight A grade student who's dating the dean's daughter, and he moves in with this mad scientist, and they're studying the same thing, and then he gets embroiled into this plot, and the girlfriend doesn't want him involved with the plot, and then the dean makes him leave the school, but then they kill the dean, and then they reanimate him, and it's like, oh my god, this is incredible! It's so bad that it's good. Interesting topic. I um no, I added it already. I don't need to add it again. I, I can't add. It sounds crazy as hell. I'm sure I'm gonna be like, you didn't really make me just watch this. But hey, it's worth a shot. It sounds crazy and you may laugh at it, you may hate it. Do you remember that scene I told you about in Deadpool where I spat my coke out? Mm-hmm. When he's had his hand severed and he says to the uh, the old blind lady, now leave. I bet it feels huge in this hand. I'll never forget the first time I heard that line because it made me spew cartoon-like coke in comedy. When I saw a man holding his own decapitated head and going, ah, kiss me, no, okay. And when she doesn't want to kiss a decapitated head, he starts going, ah, on her freaking boobs. And it was like, what the fuck am I watching? I <laughs> don't know this. I, I honestly don't know this. AJ, you must watch this film. I will give it a shot, but I honestly do not believe it's me. And sadly, what really bugged me with the, that Deadpool scene was I had heard th that joke prior. I'm going to surf. Oh, I RIP. Um, I had heard that joke before with um, Jeremy Beadle because he also had a small head. Oh, don't know. No, no, no. That's not cool. It's. That's so not cool. It's not cool, but it's oh, the same. Jeremy. Listen, it was... Oh, screw it. I've got this far. It, I've, I've done it. Da, 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 da. Well, yeah, for those who didn't know, Jeremy Beadle had one hand, the normal size hand, and one that was quite small. And the joke was, Jeremy Beadle has a small penis. On the other hand, it's quite huge. You're just awful. You're just the worst person sometimes. I can <laughs> But be, I can't but... help it. That's funny. <laughs> Like, I, I'm just saying that's why the Deadpool joke was kind of like heard it like it, it was terrible oh. it's really bad R.I.P. Jeremy thank you for the entertainment but it this is, is what it is just getting serious a moment because I would like to open up discussion on this Stand With Kyrie says it's it's uh, James Pond aka Let's Go Brandon who's been chatting with us recently hey. put Alec Baldwin in jail have you heard about this AJ oh. I've questioned it. I, I've really wondered what the hell was actually going on there. Like, well, they've it, come out and said it in the papers. That's no, no, bro. Like what? What I'm trying to get at is, what the frick were you doing with this gun and firing it? To, like, this is, are we this... talking? Is it that he was essentially? Let's be honest. A film set is a film set, right? It's not like the old studio system. This is what makes it kind of difficult. Is it that he was there shooting and no? So we're talking off recording, isn't it? This is what I'm no, talking about. No, it was when they just started to record. So my understanding, and this is just from what I've read, is that he's he was handed a gun, which was meant to be a prop, and it happened to be a live gun. Now, there's one thing that this is a condemnation a bit on American gun culture. So apologies if there's anyone who's pro-gun listening and who's from the States. You're just going to have to deal with a very, very British point of view on this. Um my understanding is he was handed the gun and was told it's cold, meaning it's not loaded, meaning it doesn't have live rounds in it. And it turned out to be hot. In other words, loaded with live rounds. So 
My only question in all this, because he was handed this gun. My only question in all this is, why in the blue hell was a hot gun even on set? Because they're in a studio. There is security. You do not need a hot gun on set. This, but this is, but we're talking again. Are we talking? She was shot with like a blank, which is meant for film effect. Are we talking like ball? Like, like there were so many different questions that I'm waiting to see be answered before yeah. I can actually make any statement. Like what? Again, it, you know, and what I keep going back to, and it has no liking whatsoever to it. But it's like I keep thinking of Hugh Jackman when he stabs himself in the leg with the Wolverine claw. I'm like, the fake end of the real. Like, did we really need a real one for him to have had to do that? And I'm like asking questions and i keep going back to myself as a kid when we used to have those guns with caps you know and i'm yeah, like that's yeah. all you need to fire a gun i just need to see a bit of smoke and a sound like what was the actual reason to have this discharge and why has this poor young lady lost her life and someone else is in hospital like it doesn't mm. make actual sense to me and i find it, it very heartbreaking it sense. and you know it's one of those things that let's go brandon i i agree with you as much as it's an accident like if I was playing with a gun tomorrow and I happened to shoot someone, I'm going down for attempted murder slash manslaughter. Like it's, it, yes, it's a freak accident, but there are certain responsibilities that come. And I'm, you know, I'm, this isn't anything against Alec Baldwin when I say this, but mm. the repercussion has to be acknowledged, you know? It, <laughs> well, the reper, yeah, but then the repercussion is for who? Because Allegedly, he was handed a gun and was told it's cold. But now, then, where if you're were an you actor, firing? if you're an where actor, where were you firing and what were you doing? Well, he was firing this... a shot for a scene, presumably. This is what it... this is what again. This is something I still don't know. If you're firing a shot for a scene, and this is what I'm saying now, even in a in a, that's what I'm saying. The studio system has changed. Like I, I remember this. You some things are legitimately on set. Some stuff are on location. Mm. Now. I'm guessing for this scene, chances are you're probably more on location than on set. Like, people do more location shots now. I could be wrong in what I'm saying. So if you're doing this scene, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm picturing it because it's, it's got, like, a Western theme. I'm picturing it to be outside. But I'm like, what the hell? How did this happen? Is it that you were just mucking about with a gun after going bang, bang, and, like, next minute you shot someone, you're like, oh, get Like, not so, making a joke. Mm. Like, I don't know. I need more info before I could truly judge. And exactly. Oh. I'm not here to judge. I wasn't there. It's just not I'm opening judge, up but like, discussion. To, to support a statement on it. it it's it's a you know heinous tragedy. Like it's really heartbreaking. Yeah, really heartbreaking. And echoing that, let's just go through a few of the comments here. Riri Thomas says it's a very sad loss of a young life, indeed. Um, Superman's drunk said safety checks were ignored, but. It's, and then I asked the question is, why were there live rounds on set? Nate said, uh, my understanding is that firing blanks and prop shots can sometimes malfunction and result in a squib load. Uh, that's dangerous. Same way Brandon Lee got shot. Still no excuse not to check, though. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Big Tone saying it's not Baldwin's fault. Apparently it was accident similar to Brandon Lee's death. Superman's drunk. Remember Brandon Lee's death. Um, Declan said, no, I think it was a pro. Uh, I think... This it was a prop. I think it fired blanks and they can break and fire shrapnel. So again, a squib shot that Nate was talking about. Um, Nate's then saying, we live in an age of CGI. Why would you still need to use practical effects? Bullets are easy enough to fake. Yeah, that I completely agree with. Shit, I can fake a bullet with Adobe After Effects. It's not the... I, it's one of those things I get it, but then, you know... You know when the world wants to knock CG and you want to be... It, it's, we... Nah, there's C... Bro, there's CG and there's CG. 
Like some CG I get it. can be something. I'm talking the actual CG firing can of the gun. Like, like turning a freaking light on and off. Like that's CG sometimes, you know. Like CG, the way people deem CG is, there's a lot more to it than that. Oh, I get it. I get it. I'm just, it's, yeah. Sometimes stand with Kyrie. Stand with Kyrie says number one rule of gun safety: you never point a gun at people, toy gun, prop gun, a real gun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and says he was not playing with a gun. Superman's drunk says Alec was the producer, so he's also responsible for ensuring safety T to a degree. Yes, I agree with that. I, I agree, but Andy Hartz then said the story I read suggested crew members were using the gun for target practice earlier in the day. If true, this is down to the person in charge of the gun, not the actor. And then Declan says, Yeah, the prop master has to take for yeah, that I do agree with. You cannot hand someone, even if the actor also happens to be a producer on the set, I don't think it's fair to hand an actor everywhere. a gun and then the actor says, is it cold? And then he's told the gun is cold. He fires it and it's not cold. Like, But then even if it was cold, let's be honest, because this is the other conflicting story, even if it was cold and it had the, the props and it's broken down and it's led to the... I agree with CG. I agree with CG, but I, you can't... It's sad in a world where it's it's just it's really sad. It's really sad. It was actually something that was so heartbreaking that it's like. Stand with Carrie says we're supposed to show Grace for Alec Baldwin. I think, I think it's a bit more nuanced than just yes or no. Um, stand. Um, let's go, Brandon. Like, do I agree that if he's guilty, he needs to do time for it? Most definitely. If you're guilty, you're guilty. There's no two ways about it. I do think there's a real gray area, not even a gray area. Gray area is the wrong word because gray area insinuates that there's a lack of um, count accountability. But I do think the line needs to be very clearly established of who was at fault here. But um, do you understand that? I do you agree that someone needs to pay a price, essentially. I mean, just for murder, no, unless there's a, nasty, a more sinister uh, play at work here. But yeah, fucking, so it, it sounds for, it sounds stupid to break it down to this bit. Bro, it for, like for, in, for involuntary yeah. manslaughter and negligence, most fucking definitely. Yeah, human. Yeah. That's someone's child. Like dude, someone's you, mother, someone's wife. Like it's, this is it, bro. I'm about to have a daughter in two days. Like if I found out that happened to my daughter, I guarantee you, I'd be pressing every single fucking charge in the sun to have this guy convicted for murder. That would be my right as a parent. If it happened to Anya, same thing. I would be wanting the guy tried for murder because I would be acting off of an emotional impulse. I happen to be, I guess, lucky in this situation that I don't have an emotional connection with the victim. So I'm able to look at it with less emotion involved. But I think the reality is, is that I, I'm coming from a world of I don't know. So I don't want to really want to point the finger at this point. Yeah, that, that that's the way I feel. And I, I, I literally do stand by, I need more info, because right now it feels like it's being kept minimal for for whatever reason, and that's what bugs me with it. I feel like yeah. if you're going to report the story, I need the full statement. It, it sounds weird, and yeah. it's not... Yeah, it was it, a bit headline-grabbing, wasn't it? Alec Baldwin killed someone, it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, it sounds voyeuristic to say I need more, but it's like, well, you're just saying there was this charge, like, wh what was he doing with the gun, you know? Don't release the statement unless we're going to... And even then, he, he's issued an apology and there's still nothing around it. It's like, if we're this far, we need it all. It, it sounds bad, but the, the headline has you questioning and leaving people divided on on what is and who is to blame. You know? Yeah. Sorry. 
Oh, we're having people share porno links in our chat. We're obviously doing something right. Sorry, I'm just blocking these users. Yeah, go for it. Um, I'm joking. <laughs> Mixed Memorabilia has said, hey, guys, I'm watching. Hey, guys, I am watching Bad Sport on Netflix, but wanted to say hello. Hello to you, sir. And not a big zombie movie fan. So Train to Busan has to be my favorite. The tragedy, it's so confusing at this time. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And Big Tone agrees with us. Someone should be held accountable, definitely. But he has been uh, talked to and released by the police, so clearly they're not charging him. Uh, yeah, not necessarily. Because it's not, not like he's going to run the country. He could still you're, be charged. You're missing one word there. Uh, not charging him yet. And Superman's yeah. drunk says, zombie porno? <laughs> I am not here to judge, as you've just seen. <laughs> But yeah, some some there's some spam bot in our chat who's trying to share porno links. So do you know what? When you're being targeted by the porno bots, it means you're doing something right in the algorithm. There we are. There we are. Uh, right. Stan Kyrie says, we'll just leave it on this. John Gruden lost his job, lost his integrity and career for old emails. But Alec Baldwin is still not in jail. Alec Baldwin, psychophants would throw us in the meat grinder. Yeah, look, that 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 actually raises fucking hell. This actually raises a really interesting point here. It's a very weird world we live in, isn't it? Where someone has fired a gun, the circumstances under which they've got the gun still remains to be seen, and the circumstances under which why the gun was loaded still remains to be seen. But this is a valid point. The internet loses its mind for words and for old emails which some often not always and not exclusively but often taken out of context and certainly not factored in with the time now don't get me wrong i am not saying that someone who was dropping n bombs back in the 90s is ex is exhumed from responsibility absolutely not if you're a racist in the 90s you still a racist now if you were sexist in the 90s 60s 70s 80s i don't care when you still guilty of that now but I think the same way that someone could have maybe been very, very racially insensitive during the 90s has learned because of the age that we now live in that that's not how a human is supposed to behave. So there's definitely something to be said about someone losing their job and their integrity and reputation for things that were happening in a completely alternate timeline, as in to where we are now. But then someone fires a gun and the world seems to come to their defense. It's it's an interesting world we live in. I'm not saying I like it. I'm just noting that it's. Do you know tragic. what it is? On a standard situation, point A to B, man fires gun, person dies, prison. Mm. I agree. The mm. fact that he didn't. This is the problem with film because he was handed the gun, which is the only thing that could potentially exhume him from responsibility. Because if I am given something and told to do, it's done. And I'm not Brandon. Please don't think I'm disagreeing with what you're saying it's just that gray area again going back to what you said and this is what i try to picture at all the time if i was the family member i mm. don't care yeah you're going down and this is where i believe there has to be a part of culpability to it but what at what level can you you know i'm not it, it would seem stupid to hear that he's doing community service for someone losing life but then is it entirely fair that he's the one going down for manslaughter and has done like five to six years for it? it it's, yeah. Yo, I'll make you laugh. Even Anya's heard this conversation and is having a piece to say here, which I've got on text. 
Apparently, and again, I haven't read up on this element of the story, but apparently he wasn't pointing the gun at anyone. He was pointing it at the camera for a test shot, and a person was behind the camera, obviously, recording. So unless we ban all the scenes where actor shoots towards the camera, then it's a bit of a moot point, isn't it? Again, valid. But going back to what you just said about the whole negligence thing and it being a gray area, this again kind of relates to what we were just saying about emails, bad guns we discuss. Um, tax evasion, right? Or tax, no, not avoidance, tax evasion. Lionel Messi, one of the most famous footballers, arguably the most famous football, well, no, Ronaldo, but one well, of Ronald Isley, Wesley Snipes, like, yeah, they got on. done though. Lionel Messi didn't. But Lionel Messi pleaded, well, he's got a suspended prison sentence. Um, it was his father who got him in trouble and he pleaded ignorance. But with regards to tax evasion, ignorance isn't a defense. Well, this so, is one uh, thing that's happened as well. I remember my dad saying that with like the police, if they stop you for like speeding because you didn't see the sign, they're like, ignorance is an excuse. It's not an excuse. And you know. It, it kind of. We, we, you know we've, just been given, we've just been given a Monty Python get on with it. I, I, I get it. I get it. It's, yeah, the, the discussion came out. I, I do apologize. Let's talk yeah. movies then. So, the, right. my number four was Reanimator. Going back onto it, please fucking see Reanimator. I cannot stress that enough. You must see Reanimator. This it will change your life. These news discussions again, by the way, because it's a discussion in itself. It, it may be something I try and do when we don't have time to do a top 10 just so I keep content rolling on the channel. But watch this space, guys. I'll, I'll tell you more about that at the end of the show. AJ, what is your number four? Right. So this goes out to Francesco. Thank you very much for showing me this one. So you remember when I talked about Zack Snyder and this element of where people were communicating from the mall to the shop? This film expanded on that, I would say. Okay. It's an uh, Asian movie. I don't know the actual real name, but it's called... I've Hat heard Hanging of this. Hole. I've heard of this, and I've heard it's freaking brilliant. Bro, I, I had a journey with this. And basically, it's it's this guy in his apartment block, and he's he's just woken up one day, and he's he, he can see he's a gamer. His room looks the shit, like he's a PC gamer. He's just checking the news, and while he's playing the game, people are like... Um, no, this has to be fake or what have you. Like, what has to be fake? Those are always clearly CG. Goes over, watches his TV, and they're talking about people going wild, going crazy, and just keep yourself protected. And he sees a guy in his house. Next minute, he, the guy literally transforms into a zombie, tries to attack him. He just about gets the guy out. Long story short, the zombie invasion kicks off, and he's he's now alone in his house. He's got his stuff, but he has no family. He believes they're gone, and everything is building... And he's actually at a point of about, to, you know, he starts hallucinating it. It's really taking its toll. And as he's about to end it for himself, he sees a little red laser. And he's like, what's this? And as he looks over, in the block across from him is another sole survivor in another apartment. And that gives him hope. And they build this friendship and relationship from there and this bond. And they actually start communicating with like iPads and messages and stuff like that. And eventually get this rope where they start transferring foods over to each other. Essentially, at one point, it's a matter of will they try to meet each other? Do they meet each other? What builds up from there? But it's a really great story. And there is something about the Asian style of delivering zombie movies. Oh, that yes. Hits, hits it. Yeah, you, I, I really appreciate it and gives it more. It's definitely something to watch. Very, very highly recommended movie. 
like it, it's on netflix it's out on netflix I, i'll check it i'll check it i'm yeah. it was on my to see list i just didn't get around to seeing it Bro, time, I, time was there are many more i think what was it warrior was one for me but this one i was able to see in my friend like francesco who congratulations on the new one buddy we'll just leave it at that um, hey, don't baby. steal my thunder. <laughs> no, it's not a baby. It's a, baby. It's a career move. It's a career move, but I don't okay. want to like, disclose it because I don't know who he's told just yet. So was, yeah. he, he's on to Brina Pastures, but great guy on the boat. And yeah, um, yeah, he recommended this film. And it's, a, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one, bro. Okay. Trust me, it's a good one. No, but I trust you completely. You say Asian and you say horror and you say zombie. I'm kind of on, on, on it like a car bonnet, mate. That was a very Essex, Essex expression. On it like a car bonnet, darling. Oh, oh love it, love um, it. Nah, I mean, right, my number three. The what Don... kind of a snob are you? First of all, it's John Lewis, and now, oh, that sounds very Essex of me. Like, be careful, dude. You're, you're going in the wrong territory. Big man, the people from Essex shop in John Lewis, yeah? The two are not mutually exclusive. Have you seen how they dress? They're posher than I am, just because their accent's a bit twangy. <laughs> yeah, have you watched Howie? I've seen one episode, and I felt poor. yeah don't come at me with that um right so quick comment here for you andy hart says and if it's sorry not going back sorry i'm not bringing that up it's we're going back into the uh the gun argument there but guys please do discuss in the comments like if you want to go at it like don't let us stop you but and i think that was a big tone as opposed to me yeah 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 yeah, it was so my number three I've just, I was about to say, I hope Andy Hart's still watching because this is, so this is an interesting one. When I, go, remember I said at the top of the show, I Googled what, you know, zombie movies, because I usually can fill up my list with 10 like that. And then I try and, you know, put some meat on the bones. In this case, I could only get to five. So I actually had to research that. Okay, fine. what zombie movie should I watch? I came across this little gem and prior to seeing it, it was on my to see list. And when I put the question out on Twitter, what's your favorite zombie movie? This is one that, only Andy Hart mentioned, and that kind of reaffirmed that, okay, I clearly do need to see this. Google says it, Andy says it, that's good enough for me. Um, this is the Donnie Darko of zombie movies. What a fucking film. I am talking Pontypool, the greatest film you've probably never heard of. It rings a bell, believe it or not. It rings a bell, the name. And I'm not talking now. A while back, I've heard that name. Because it's one of do, those names that was going to stick out to you. <laughs> do not, do not watch this movie as a movie. You need to watch this movie as an intellectually stimulating experience. And I'm not saying that in an elitist, snobby way. I mean that legitimately. The whole movie, <clears throat> although it's a zombie movie, The zombies are in it for maybe two scenes. The whole movie is set inside of a radio station. It's a radio presenter and his kind of tumultuous relationship with his producer and her assistant. It's a three-person movie. There's a fourth one who enters eventually, but it's a three-person movie. It's a kind of, think of it like an LBC, you know, it's a kind of morning talk show with a guy giving his think pieces on what's going on. And what we hear from the people on the street who are calling in, from the other reporters who are out there calling in, something's happening outside. We're learning what's going on at the same rate as the characters are learning in complete and utter befuddlement and bewilderment. 
And now here's where the movie... So in terms of premise, it sounds interesting, right? It's like, oh, cool, a zombie movie where you basically don't see the zombies, but you just hear about it. For that to be pulled off successfully has got to be very engaging, which it is. Such is the performance of the actors and such is the performance of the script because it is something, it, it is a beauty to behold. Then the movie... I was going to say the movie goes full Arrival, but it's actually Arrival definitely got ideas from this and from the subsequent Tony Burgess book. Here's where we get metaphysical, AJ. Work with me on this. So the zombie infestations, the zombie infections that we see in all movies, it's the viruses, they're airborne, they're bloodborne, you get them from being bitten, you get them from eating a piece of fruit, you get them because you're born with them, whatever, right? Work with me on this, because this is an out there idea. This infection happens through language. And then you're like, huh? And then the movie challenges you to think a bit deeper. The movie is set in Canada. Very important. Because we know that there's a, you know, a kind of cultural conflict between the French Canadians and the British Canadians. And it's only when they speak English, certain words trigger this zombie virus to be infected and passed on now you think how the fuck can something like a virus be passed on through language think about this I've, I've been reading up on this today it's essentially subliminal messaging it sounds think like about, some kind of massive hypnotism no not even close think about when someone tells you something that you i, I say something to you like arsenal's a shit football team your instant reaction is to dismiss it and go, fuck you, you Chelsea cunt, right? But then, you know, you'll go away and maybe have a think about it and you'll look at things like, oh, ninth in the table, not doing so good. So that's what I mean by a subliminal message. An idea has been planted, which you've not initially acknowledged, but you've later gone on and it's infested in your mind. It's been planted in there. It's sweltering and the idea itself is growing. Now, if you take the Rosenbridge concept, this is getting very physical here, but if you take the Rosenbridge concept, which is our reality is created by our language, not by this table, this mic, this computer, the reality which we inhibit is created by language. Language is what informs our reality, which is why cultures have got different in, um, responses towards different stimulus when they're interacting with each other. The way we interact with each other as humans is a huge part of who we are. Think of religion as a subliminal metaphysical message. Think of the fact that religion is an idea. It can't be proven. It's a faith. It's a belief system, but it's an idea that's embedded in one's head. If you look at this movie through the prism of being an allegorical message about the dangers of words and the understanding of Rosenbridge and of how words create our actual realities. And if you can get on board with the idea that a zombie infestation could be brought upon by an infection of language, not literally, but metaphorically and metaphysically, this is one of the movies that I think, like Donnie Darko, is going to be spoken about for years every time you rewatch this there's going to be something different every time you rewatch this there's going to be a different interpretation to it it is fire absolute fire and it completely 
breaks the mold of what a zombie movie should be. A zombie movie has got no business being this intelligent. It is incredible. Interesting. Please watch it. Interesting. Okay. I'm 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 intrigued. Intrigued. You, bro, long? you'll love it. Hour and a half. On the dot, 90 minutes. Interesting. Available on Amazon Prime. Even more interesting. Very interesting. Frank Story okay. says, Pontypool, good pick. Superman's drunk says, Canada would be better off with a zombie apocalypse than being ruled by Trudeau. Shots fired. I don't have a beef with that, dude. I haven't paid attention to him recently, but I didn't have a beef with him. It's recently that people have got a beef with him. He's called a snap election when he had no business or reason to call it other than to double down on his power, and people have seen through the bullshit and not responded well. <laughs> and Declan says, hey, now, let's leave Arsenal out of this. My bad. <laughs> AJ, what I, I, I really hope I've given everyone a desire to see this, but I cannot stress this enough. This movie is incredible. Incredible. Pontypool number three. AJ, your number three. Right, my number three. Believe it or not, this film, I thought I had... Yeah, I heard it and I mixed it up with another film, which was actually a heap of crap. And I actually watched this recently and really, really embraced it. I am talking 28 Days Later. Ah, it's very good you mentioned that, because that is my number two. Perfect. Absolutely awesome. So, do you know what I actually confused it with? And a lot of people are going to be like, how, why? But they were both released in the same year, and for some reason, because they were both set in London, I thought it was the same film, and for years, what was the big hype? 28 Days? No, I don't even know. Ready? Reign of Fire. Oh, I love that film. <laughs> Jeez. Fromage. Was like, yeah. Pure fromage. But Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey punch a dragon in London. What's yeah, not like, to lie? Literally. So, and I was like, 28 days when I was like, under zombies. I was like, I don't recall zombies. And I started watching this film and I was like, shit, this is a completely different film. Like, how have I avoided this for so long? Superman yeah, Strunk yeah. loves the political commentary. Yes, Dr. Fauci is, is happy at this comment, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, awesome movie that i had i mean one just being on that london backdrop in the beginning and it's very close to where i work i was like oh my god this is awesome i i, I just embraced all of that but then it's just how the story develops and continues it's one of those zombie films that catches my attention because it's not the stupidness and i was like this 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 this, this is again normal. yeah yeah Good. It's one of those things where I will come back and say, you can have a story and have the enemy as a backdrop. And that's where I kind of work with this. It's, it's got its moments, obviously, which makes it like, yes, it's definitely a zombie movie. But I, yeah, this, well done. This I, I could take on and be like, okay, give me more of these. I can embrace a zombie movie. Haven't seen, I'm going to ask a question because it's mm -hmm. pure intrigue. 28 weeks later, just as good? A no, a lot of people say it's better. I can't get on board with that. 28 Days Later is, is I, mean, I felt one to, to see how it could be and what's going to come next kind of thing, but I was just like, meh. Like, I, I really enjoyed this, which had me kind of thinking maybe I will watch her. And it's got later. a few stars in it, you know? Killian Murphy's in it, Naomi Harris is in it, Christopher Eccleston is in it, freaking Brendan Gleeson plays the dad right. in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
No, it's it's it was. I mean, bro, of course it's a great film. This is Danny Boyle through and through, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, he is he is a master. This is the guy who walked away from No Time to Die. Now we know why. Um, <laughs> sorry, I can't I can't fail to take a shot at that film. Um, twenty eight weeks, good, but not a patch on twenty eight days. Andy, I'm so glad we agree on that one. I've seen so many people say that twenty eight weeks is is far superior, and I'm like, how? It's it can't hold a candle to 28 days later. I love what they did with the London setting. I love the acting performances. The soundtrack in this movie is so good. Awesome. That last scene in, in which with the, the song is literally called In the House. Oh man, it's chilling. Chilling when that zombie's let loose in the house. It's it's so gritty and it was such a different take on zombies instead of being like the Romero hungry need food yeah, yeah. Need brain these fuckers were rapid and it was instantaneous it was like it was that was the level of danger it wasn't just like i can feel myself turning it's like no you get touched you dead yeah and i love that the way she reacted the minute there was just like this small bite mark and she just went ape shit like we have no time to waste you've been bitten you're gone <laughs> you know it just showed you yeah, and that's what I it liked was, about it. It was, it was the dad scene, man, when he gets the blood in the eye. And you're just like, no, not him. Yeah. Not him. Shit. Riri Thomas again agrees, AJ. So this answers your question. Robert Collal, yeah, he was he was good in 28 weeks, but 28 days is better. It just is the better movie. Good. Good. But I, I'll still give it a shot. I will still give it a shot. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. I, Temper your expectation. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You won't want to be disappointed, but it happens, you know. Mm. As long as I can still appreciate the film, I'll be happy. But... Listen, as long as you're not holding it up to the first time, you'll be fine. Well, yeah, cool. Fair play. So yeah. that was your three. That was my two. So what's your two? The punt from earlier. The one that offended me. Like, prior to me seeing one other zombie movie, this was the one that I'm like, zombie movies suck, but this one's good. <laughs> Again, 28 Days is now in that category. But this but it, it essentially was, I, I, before this topic came up, I had seen my number one, but I was like, this is my number one. And I was like, oh my God, how dare you forget that movie kind of thing. World War Z is what you're kind of looking for in a zombie movie. It's it. <laughs> It has the the infection, it has the survival rate, but it's not stupid. <laughs> Which I just found to be the backdrop of so many of these films. Again, it's really weird to say this, but like the top three I'm, I'm comfortable with. So 28 Days Later was also very, very refreshing for me. You know, it's you have to see the survival, you have to see the hunt for a cure with this film. Mm. You have to see the challenges that come out there. It has that point where you've got the zombie mountain, which I was a bit like, uh, but I'm like, it also makes sense because they continue to keep going. So yes, one's going to go after the other. It's that global phenomenon, but still trying to do what you have to do, the elements of it. And I think Brad just knocked it out of the park as he does as well. Which He did. The film. He did, and as he I, always does. I always just feel with this film, I just didn't feel... Obviously, they are still brainless, brain eaters, yeah. Mm. But there was something different and refreshing with it. And I, yeah. Yeah, it it very much kind of took the, and this is David Fincher directing, if I'm not mistaken. 
um it very much took the the idea of you know speedy zombies from 28 days later and very much transformed them into the zombie horde that's what i liked yeah. it was like if zombies were an ant farm yeah yeah literally. they can climb now like, yeah good. yeah now i i had such a blast with world war z I, bro, the uh, you call it disrespect. The only reason I put it as my number seven is because genuinely, I think every other movie I've mentioned, other than maybe Dawn of the Dead, which I don't think is a better movie, but was more influential. It, I had to I give get it. that. I mean, by the time World War Z came out, there was a lot of stuff that could power it. I get that. And you could say, okay, this is what we're going to work with. And we'll take elements of this, elements of that. I get it. But I just feel that it was a very powerful film. Go on, please don't tell me something. No, Frank Torres has got a quite a good one here. Best World War Z community disrespect I read. Honestly, I didn't notice anything wrong was wrong until they left Philadelphia. <laughs> very good. <laughs> That's disrespect. That's that very good. But very funny. Well I like that a lot. Well so yeah, well, I, bro, I, I'm very surprised it's not your number one to be honest that's when you said i can't figure out for the life of me what your one is um unless well, you've taken my one. advice and you know gone with the one that i told you to watch well uh, let's from uh, anyway i can't drop it now kids say yeah look my, my my worst is it was, oh, was stop, the... stop. before we go there well you can do it but no, guys, what? now's the time to start putting in your your, your top tens we're yep. at the world section, which is a nice, good time for you guys to to start typing, get them in. Hopefully, yep. you've had enough time to think it through. And yep. yeah, we'll read them out once we revealed our number ones. Yep. So, so for everyone yes. watching live, please now fire away in the comments your ten nine eight seven six five four three two one. Please, in order with numbers, what your favorite top ten zombie movies are. Ping them out. Uh, if you've got a Twitter handle, ping that in there too. We'll read them out. We'll shout you out. That goes out not only to our YouTube audience, but it goes out to our podcast audience which i really wish would translate over to youtube at some point i really it's a do different audience sadly like some are mutual but it's, mm. it's and then it's, it's where you are and bro we're all over the world like not trying to blow, blow the horn when i say that but it's what what time works for you you know mixed memorabilia says i'm back very good perfect timing then you can also tell us what your top 10 zombie movies are mixed memorabilia uh nate i want them in order um, let me know what your top 10 zombie movies are. And now over to our <laughs> Tucky says, not sure I've seen 10 zombie movies. Shaun of the Dead is clear winner for me, though. Mm -hmm. Wait, hold that fire. I think AJ is going to have some fun with you in a moment. Um, so my worst was the punt from earlier. It is the abomination known as Army of the Dead. Bro, the single the single-handed biggest piece of shit i have seen all year and i have seen some crap this year what was annoying about this movie is that it had a nice idea it wanted to do the whole cocaine bubblegum thing you know be really hyper pop hyper bright hyper violent hyper in your face just energy fueled injection of entertaining violence that's what it wanted to do it was semi-successful with that but then it just goes off the rails. Then it starts being the usual fuckery that I can't stand with these types of movies because you don't need to have a very deep plot for a zombie movie. Like, you really don't. It's basic stuff, you know? Heroes need to survive. Heroes need to escape. Heroes need to save some I heroes, friends. Heroes, you know, it, it's basic run-of-the-mill stuff, right? Unless you're Pontypool. Then, then, you're, <laughs> then you're amazing. But 
you don't need to have a particularly deep plot to be a, a well-received zombie movie. Just ask Resident Evil. Um, this movie decided we're going to do a minutia of a, pot, a, a plot, and then we're just going to ignore that the plot's there. So you've seen this more recently than I have, because I've seen this one, and I have blanked it out of my memory. And I'd be honest, like it, as I say by default, my, my worst will be my worst at all points. You talk about the cocaine bubblegum. I felt it being long and drawn out. I was like, are we getting to a point yet? Mm. And I felt this recruitment process was somewhat there. And it was like, okay, you're trying to make certain people seem cool. And it was these mercenaries who kind of left that life and will come back. Yeah, so the recruitment's all fine. Do you remember what their motivation for going into the casino was? Going into Vegas was? Was it some kind of a heist or something? Yeah, they just ignore all that. Halfway through the movie, they're like, nah, we, mm, fuck it. I just, I, the I, only thing that was redeeming about this movie, zombie tiger. That, I'm sorry, I don't care who you are, a zombie tiger is just not fair and awesome. Awesome. And it's a white tiger. Ha! Nice. <laughs> a white zombie very, tiger. Is just very Vegas. Very Vegas. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. But yeah, I... I, I oh, I'm going... Why is it that when people discover a camera setting, it's like when someone is editing a photo and they discover the HDR slider and then all of their photos get put up too far and they look really shit. Why is it that someone has only now decided to show what Zack Schneider, what a shallow aperture is? And now every single shot in the movie is just face, but the depth of field is so extreme that even the edges of the face are being blurred to create extreme blur in the background who the hell in the in the camera crew which director of photography said to zach schneider it's okay do a really 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 shallow depth of field why and it's one of those things aj where if you don't notice it it won't bother you when you see it there's no unseeing it every single facial shot is like here and everything <laughs> here it's all blurred like why are you doing this to me that's fine. why that's screwed. that's screwed up that's screwed up yeah i yeah I, I just as i said it was 10 by default because i really didn't enjoy my my worst at all when i watched it and yeah yeah i i, I can kind of get what you're going with this i just felt like yeah I literally fell asleep watching it and I was like, I'll go back to it. Even Absolute to it. dog shit. And there's been some bad movies this year. But AJ, I, I know what your worst is. And can I tell you, you are a fucking brave man. Of course have... I am. I know you, this. You got cojones. You're the man with the big cojones. <laughs> you're, like Tommy, you're like Tommy Vassetti from GTA Vice City. The man with the big cojones. Because for you to put this as your worst, like... I do not like this movie, and I've been open about that. But to put it as your worst in the sphere that we have, the floor is Bro, yours, my friend. Come along. Come along. I know the hate's going to be there. And it's going to be like, oh, yeah, the guy who doesn't know movies. Of course you don't know movies. So this is the worst. No one said you don't know movies. Shaun of the Dead. I have not been bored more shitless 
than watching this film. And this doesn't come back to now for zombie movies, yeah? This goes back to when Shaun of the Dead first came on DVD and everyone said, this film is freaking amazing. You have to see it. It's so funny. It's so great. And you know, it, it kind of had that spoof because it sounds like Dawn of the Dead. We all, we, let, let's not play stupid. Correct, correct, so correct. I'm like, let's see what's coming on. And I'm sure the hate's coming on. And I really don't give a shit because honestly, I sat back and I watched this film and I couldn't even snigger. I couldn't smirk. I found the form boring. I found it ridiculous. I found it, okay, I had to have that low budget, but it was shit. Absolute crap. Like, guys, I apologize. Please entice me to hear what you, like, every bit of, <laughs> AJ, you should chill out. Have a lager at the Winchester and watch it again. <laughs> I j- Vinyl album needle sliding off. Very good. Like honestly, like, I, I told you you were going to surprise people with that. Listen, honestly, I actually like Simon Pegg, but those hmm. films that Simon Pegg actually puts out and have not done it. anything for me. I know they is it Ice Cream Trilogy or whatever the hell they. I don't know what they're called. I just don't have time for them. I really don't. And this Cornetto was... Ice Cream Trilogy. <laughs> it's very sweet. Cornetto Trilogy. Bro, I knew they had some trilogy. I didn't even know. And I love Cornettos, which I should have remembered even more. No plug. But honestly, from what I heard of this hype, I, I just sat there like, are we seriously? Nate says that's like saying you hate puppies. Tucky says humor is subjective. So if you don't like the humor, I can understand you might not like it. I love it. Right, guys, and just to show we are best friends, I'm not going to leave my man hanging alone. No, bro. Is it is it my worst? No, because Army of the Dead exists. I can't disagree with the thing AJ has just said. I watched that movie way back when. I didn't get it. And I never went back and revisited it until we were counting down our top 100 movies of all time, according to Empire Magazine a year ago. And they, I think they put Shaun of the Dead at like number 78 or something. So, I mean, the fact that this made the top 100 movies of all time and Scarface didn't still leaves me disgusted to this day. But that's a whole other kettle of fish. But I was like, okay, fine, cool. I saw it when I was younger, maybe didn't appreciate it, maybe didn't get the comedy. Let's rewatch it now. I watched it again. And Anya, who's, you know, this is a highly, highly educated woman with the driest, funniest sense of humor ever. We both looked at each other and were like, meh. Now, honestly, guys, like, no joke. I, I don't want to, like, waste time, and I know there's a time delay between us talking and what I keep. What, j- just in a sentence, what do you find so redeeming about this film? Because I've, I, honestly, I, again, human subjective, I appreciate that. But I just didn't get it. And I appreciate you talking to the non-Will Ferrell fans out here. <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> but, but honestly, I, I've never just sat there more like, is that it? And then you, you get to that point where you're like, can this just finish, please? Because I'm, I'm really like done with this. And so that answers Nate's question, bro. The DJ just hates on Shaun of the Dead. He did. I Nate, did. not as hard, but I'm I'm with him, bro. I don't I I, I don't get it. I honestly, please, like, yeah. Oh, mixed there memorabilia is. agrees. Yes, <laughs> there's three of us. Like, the Musketeers. Poor including Anya, but it's it's like yeah. She's D'Artagnan. She comes and goes. <laughs> <laughs> like, and going back to whoever asked if I hate puppies, I think it was Nate. No, I love the Andrex puppy. I'll never buy one, but yeah, I, I think they're cute. <laughs> uh, Paul Tams has just joined us. I'm late. Where are we up to? We are up to our worst, which might surprise you, given the placement of Shaun of the Dead, Paul. But AJ, 
despises Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I can't do I it. I dislike guys. it. My hate is not as deep for me. And Declan says, blasphemy. <sighs> Andy Hart yeah. is very understanding, which is why I love Andy Hart. No hate. You're entitled to your opinion. Not my favorite movie, but I like it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just honestly like, I, 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 and the thing is, I love British movies. You know, I love a mm. chance for us to display our humor. And this yeah, is what bond, I mean even bond. more. <laughs> Bro, but what I'm getting at is... I'm kidding, leave let, it. Let, yeah, but you get what I'm saying? Like, let's take a snatch. Let's take a lock stock. Let's take a full Monty, where it's, you know, maybe you think the rest of the world might not appreciate our humour, but I have been... Shit, let's take an Austin Powers. Yeah, thank you. But do you get what I'm saying? All of this, and then it's like, here we go. British movie. Let's see what's coming out. And I was just like, I couldn't... Big, big Tone has answered your question. Ant D says, why people like it is because it's simple humor that localizes the zombie apocalypse. Fair play. Fair play. There's this really sad part of me that like feels like it's entitled to a rewatch, but I don't think it's going to change anything. And the fact that you've seen it twice also makes me yeah. really cement it for me, but hey. Stand with Kyrie says, AJ, Shaun of the Dead is what every other zombie comedy is ever missing. Don't Stop Me Now by Queen Blew My Mind. Such a goofy ride. Not sure how you can't smile while watching this. Uh, I get it. Paul Tam says, oh man, Shaun of the Dead is great. Just a British love letter to the franchise with great British humor where we wouldn't even notice an apocalypse if it was... Ha that I kind of actually agree with. We are a bit head in the sand when it comes. Think, think about the football culture, right? And I say this is a, a bigger football. Fan than <laughs> no, I get it. I'll, I'll be the first to shit on some of the, the the culture surrounding football, right? But there are legitimately people who like take football so seriously, and you know it is the high point of their week. They don't have a. I'm guessing here, but this is just what I've been told by other fans. You know, I've said. I don't have a particularly good life. I'm single. I don't really like my job. But when I'm down at the stadium, I have a blast. It's the highlight of my week. They live for it because it brings them joy. There is very, very much something intrinsic with British society about doing a, a, a kind of a head in the sand thing. So th there's what Paul's just said does resonate with me. I might watch it. Oh, really? Pub? Um, <laughs> what's what's help? What, another well, yeah. word for a pub? Bar. Oh, bar. Yeah. Oh wow, God, that's that's weird. Yeah, not very English there. Yeah, a public house is what it's short for. Um, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's just bar. those bars it's when bar. you go to. Yeah, it's a bar. Wow. And Andy Hart says it both has fun with the genre at the same time as embracing it, just like Zombieland. It's yeah, I agree with that. But, but I appreciate Zombieland a lot more. Like yeah. <laughs> let's go for a pint and wait for it all to blow over yeah that's what i would do it's very british that isn't it and superman strong says best simon Pegg movie comedy wise man up tucky then says i do love those edgar wright close-up cuts though and frank torres says this is the kind of response i get when i tell people i didn't like ladybird <laughs> nico hello that's me <laughs> um yeah, right. Okay, so over to our best then. Our number ones. Our number ones. Now, for me, this is an absolute no-brainer. Um, again, we were talking Probably, with... Because it's about zombies, but go on. <laughs> right. But, you know, I said this to, you know, I had a big tone and Nate who are in the chat now and who are on our comic book WhatsApp chat. You know, they... They're well-versed in movies and they're well-versed in all things geekdom, just like our, our Twitter community is. 
I'm going to hazard a guess that they haven't seen this either. I'm hoping it's your number one, AJ. And if not, fucking blasphemy. But number one from the wonderful Korean cinema, Train to Busan. Oh, well, Nothing. I actually, I'm no? actually going to let you down. No, I'm joking. It's oh, my man. Bro. Yes. Well, um, I can't remember. What, I, I know for a fact it came up in movies about trains. And I, I think it was my number one then as well. I mm -hmm. can't remember. Like, yeah, you recommended no, it. No, the Denzel it. movie was your number one. I remember that Unstoppable. very clearly. Yep. That's weird. That's weird that that came as number one. Maybe because, no, 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 me in real life, that's the problem. But Train to Busan must have been about three then, if I'm, because I think Snowpiercer. Nothing touches this film. This Absolute film has everything. The acting is solid. The fact that they've managed to give me a legitimately engaging father, daughter, story against the backdrop of a zombie apocalypse and a convincing father-daughter story that is wonderful beautifully juxtaposed with the really really big dude whose wife is pregnant and who's kind of the model of how this father should be towards his family he's there he's present he's there to protect them so it's almost a con while dealing with this zombie apocalypse this dude I is having to go through a complete you know, identity crisis and reality check about who, who he is as a person and just how much he's failed as a father. Now, I'm sorry, to tell a story as effectively, but as beautifully simplistically as this movie does, while giving me, I believe this genuinely, single-handedly the greatest zombies that have ever been put to screen, nothing touches this film. Nothing when it comes to zombies. This is... This is the Magnus Opum. This is the godfather of zombie movies. So can I just go. bring up a few comments here? Okay, Tucky, I'm just going to acknowledge, still prefer Hot Fuzz and World's End. Again, two films I can Hot Fuzz I prefer, I agree with that. Superman's Drunk was the best answer. Super Train to Busan became my number before the movie hadn't even finished. Exactly. It's yes. such a powerful movie. Yes. Number one. Yeah. Mary Thomas. Yes. yes. Frank. Yeah. Flores, great pick. It's a rush. Nate, ha, I did enjoy Train to Busan, but I must admit it didn't resonate with me as much as I'd expect. I think it was hyped up to me so much, my expectation. That can happen. That can happen. That can happen. That's, very, that's a very that, real that was thing. me and Deadpool. Go for it, Mixed Man and Rebellia. Superman's Don't bother with... Sad, because Not I did going near it. I Not was tempted to watch it. Um, yeah. Um, I Paul Tams, I think Dawn of the Dead is number one. Night set the stage. Dawn kicked the door open. No dawn, no day. No 28 days later, no Resident Evil, no Walking yeah. Dead. Highly day. influential. Highly influential. And mixed with brilliant. So well said. I'm not a zombie fan, but yeah, I'll rewatch this again and again. This is the problem. And that's how I feel. It, it was a very, very, very powerful movie. Great movie. So what I previously said to you earlier and i just wanted to let you know because i haven't I, I stabbed on it but i didn't want to go too far because i still had to finish other movies mm -hmm. there is actually a prequel out there animated prequel called oh. soul station so that's no shit. yeah and without going too deep to tell you how much of an impact it has and i haven't seen it so i don't know how true it is i think it's got 100 percent on rotten tomatoes so that's wow go, man. yeah Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But sticking on, you know, staying on target, train to Busan. Stay on target. Very good. Beautiful. 
beautiful. You're even giving me a Star Wars reference, AJ. Whoa, getting all shaky today. Love it. AJ talking zombie movies and dropping Star Wars references. Stay on target. Love it. Right. Let's just read out a few people's uh, 10 choices then. Big Tone here says, number 10, Resident Evil, the series. Bit of a cheat, but I'll allow it. <laughs> cheap as hell. <laughs> uh, nine, Night of the Living Dead. Eight, Shaun of the Dead. Seven, Night of the Living Remake. Six, Zombieland. Five, 28 Weeks Later. Four, Dawn of the Dead Remake. Three, World War Z. Two, 28 Days Later. One, Dawn of the Dead. My man, Big Tone, hasn't seen Train to Busan then. That's the only thing I can put that down to. Frank Torres says, number one, Train to Busan. Two, Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Three, 28 Days Later. Very interesting. Uh, then we've got Andy Hart, who says 10, Night of the Comet from 1984, 9, The Plague of the Zombies from 66, 8, I Walk with the Zombie from 1943, 7, Pontypool, too low, 6, versus okay, Mr. World War Z. <laughs> 5, Train to Busan, 5, 4, 28 Ooh. Days Later, 3, Evil Dead, 2, Wreck, 1, Dawn of the Dead, ah! You cannot put Train to Busan solo. Well, you can. It's your list. I don't know what the, why the hell I'm preaching. Uh, Superman's Drunk says, my top two, Day of the Dead and Train to Busan. Declan says, five, Warm Bodies. Four, I Am Legend. Three, Resident Evil. Two, Shaun of the Dead. And one, Zombieland. Warm Bodies, I actually did want to see. It actually sounded kind of fun. I never, I haven't, drink up, I haven't heard of it. Uh, uh, Nicholas Holt. Um, yeah. A zombie who starts to redeem human qualities. It sounds nuts, but it also reminds mm. me of Angel from Buffy. So I was like, hey, sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> we got yeah. to rush more this shit now, AJ. Um, sorry, before we go there, um, Andy did say, Love Train to Busan. The sequel is terrible. The big one to add to your watch list is Wreck, the Spanish movie I mentioned. Yeah. Quarantine is a Ah, interesting. Paul Tam said, Soul Station animated movie is fantastic. Peninsula was such a letdown. Cool. You always know you're doing bad when a movie says Train to Busan presents Peninsula. It's like... <laughs> yeah. When you when you're present, when you're present, it's it's never a good ending. It's never a it good ending. Not. Paul Tams, great shout. Wreck is a great shout, sorry. And has said he hasn't seen Train to Busan. And, and it's on Amazon, and I think it's also on Netflix. You've got to get on it, bro. It's absolutely Superman's incredible. Let's watch many zombie movies screaming. I'm running this monkey farm now, Frankenstein, and I want to know what the fuck you're doing with my time. Which oh. movie is that from? I actually don't know that line. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but hey, all good. we got to rush more of this shit now. Now, I think, I think the two absolute given are Train to Busan and Dawn of the Dead. Despite the fact that Dawn of the Dead is my number six, just because of the freaking influence that movie's had, you have to I'm include. not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it, right? But then I do feel like we've also got our next two potentially in there without bullshitting. 28 uh, Days no, Later. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually dropping World War Z very casually in there. But 28 Days Later is definitely in there as well. I would agree with that. So we've got three. So, so let uh, just put them in the private chat, bro. Yeah, that is. Do you know why I mark it here as well? When I have to go, and our topics were, it also helps me there. <laughs> um, and guys, this is again your chance to get involved with the building of this Rushmore because as we build the Rushmore, remember, we then put it over to Twitter. Uh, we put a poll up with the four 
we've picked, which make up our Rushmore, and then you guys need to actually go and pick the what winner. What kind so... of disrespect? What? In the, in the element of, normally, why do we say this? Because we... Bro, you'll like get your doing... chance. You'll get your chance. It's just people and in... some people are joining us for the first time on YouTube. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm not cool. stealing your line. Easy. Cool. Don't worry. Cool. I give you your whole intro of how the movie map Rushmore works. All I say is punt over there. Just, you know... I need to prove Andy and wrong. This week is you get to say <laughs> the title. Uh, so we've got to, and what was the third one you said? Twenty-eight days later, obviously, yeah? yeah. So, guys, for the moment, let us know if you disagree with this. But the three we've pretty much got locked in are Train to Busan, Dawn of the Dead, and Twenty-eight Days Later. For those three, is there any disagreement? Dawn of the Dead, Twenty-eight Days Later, the original Dawn of the Dead from seventy-eight, Twenty-eight Days Later, and Train to Busan. I think we can agree those three have to go on there. I'm just oh. putting it out there. Is anybody opposed to World War Z? Just putting it out. There. Opposed? No, it's a fantastic film. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just contemplating if there is anything else that needs a mention here. See, I, See, you I know, would like to say Pontypool for what you've said, but I no chance. It will be eviscerated. This is what Pontypool in terms of quality. Pontypool should be on there. No one's bloody heard of it. It is honestly the Donnie Darko of zombie movies. This is, bro, AJ, you and me are going to be talking about this movie in 10 years' time, in 20 years' time, just like we are Donnie Darko. I promise you. There is so much freaking mindfuck going on with this movie. It's ridiculous. So Frank Torres agrees with our top three. Okay, Declan, you need to behave with Shaun of the Dead. That is, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He's got a point here, actually. Because remember, I was just about... Zombieland. If we're going to be diverse, Zombieland would take a position. I can't... No. Shaun of the Dead. Do you know why? No. Listen, 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 listen. Listen. I do not like that movie. I really do not like that movie. My hate for it doesn't run as deep as yours does. But I'm, I'm being honest here. I really do not like that movie. But I can tell you this. When the question went out... On Twitter, what's your favorite zombie movie? The amount of people that came back with Shaun of the Dead was frankly intimidating. And I think for this but poll then, to be well balanced, let's put it in the same category better. as Rocky and the rest and put excluding Shaun of the Dead. There I is don't no think way so. in a I given don't conscience. Think Shaun of the Dead is Rocky territory, mate. In a given conscience of me being a co host to this show, I cannot. Have that on a rush ball. I, I, I flat out refuse. Well, Riri Thomas uh, disagrees with you. As much as you guys don't like it, Shaun of the Dead would make it a closer list. Declan then says, I think the Zombie Land or Shaun of the Dead should be on the poll. Uh, guys, right, AJ's I'm a little more I'm just going to put it out there. I, I, am, I, I can be very stubborn, but I am a man of the people. That is so vain, but fuck it. Right, here we go. The people's champ. I am literally putting it out there, guys. You have World War Z, you have Zombieland, or you have Shaun of the Dead. I am going to take the top five answers, and that will put it down. Yeah. Yeah, guys, I'm okay. Really so good. over to you all watching now. You've just got to be a fast typer. You've just got to be a fast typer. The first five answers, the one with the most votes wins. So you are picking between Shaun of the Dead, Zombieland, and World War Z. Pick between those three. What what makes up sometimes, the final spot? You guys, blocking. you guys do it. You guys put Solo in the Rushmore. Because Solo's a freaking awesome movie. 
Solo belongs in a rush mall when unlimited power doesn't, big man. We've got one okay. zombie land from Declan. We've got one Shaun of the Dead from Kyrie. We've got one what we've got two World War Z. It's done. It's done. Thank you guys. Thank you. And mixed memorabilia on top. Yes. Love it. Andy says World War Z. Superman's drunk says World War Z. Andy Hart says Zombie Land. Ruby Thomas says Shaun of the Dead. Mixed memorabilia World War Z. Declan Zombie Land all the way. So we've got Zombie Land. If if we stick to the top five rule, then World War Z's made it. But if we're going with overall numbers of people who have just responded, if you want to play that game, I'm not saying we have to. Well, I'm just. I tell you what. Fair. I tell you what, and it hurts. It hurts. Oh shit! Yeah, Sorry, go Charles. on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Charles. I'll show you. The same. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna just stop it. Yeah, yeah you guys. And again. Uh. What? Right. All I'm saying is. Because we're doing diverse, and as much as it hurts me to eliminate World War Z, mm. I can liken it to others. Zombieland is a comedy, which is different. So, so Shaun of the Dead. So that argument's just fallen flat. Yes, but we, you literally said that between the two. Oh, fuck it. I should go with just World War Z because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. You just, it. you've literally just eliminated it. No, but I was seeing. I was literally because I we was at World War Z and I saw a few zombie lands come in. But now the Shaun of the Dead. Sean of the dead people are coming out left, right, and center. Which Bro, is... like, I'm, right. I'm, you know I'm what, guys? being straight you know with what? you. I, I do not condone that movie. I'm it with is. you. I don't you know like what's it. actually funny. You didn't put this as the end in there, just out of interest. Just how's that, that a zombie movie? Is there no zombies in there? It's I a swear not. No. The devil comes to earth. No, fuck it. Who cares? The film is shit. Anyway. Andy Hart said, and he's one of our Twitter uh, community guys. World War Z will get killed on the poll. Toss a coin on the other two. Bro, listen. I've been saying week in, week out. Go, go, go for Sean of the Dead. If it wins, it wins. Because you know what? I'm not even a zombie fan. Win. So while I'm defending oh, it, I don't it give could it. Win. I hope it doesn't win. It will actually piss me off. But it's, it, it is what it is. You guys have spoken. I'm not going to be voting. So let it rest on your heads. That you honestly believe Shaun of the Dead. I, I, I will question your opinion in films further on. But <laughs> it is what it is. I, I it was my worst. Again, I done it with this is the end. I, I put it out there. I, I was right. I was like, look, look, it has no love. If you it's guys ends. honestly want it, go for it. We're done, AJ. We're ready. It's actually quite an interesting poll, this one, I have to say. Do you know, do you know what bugs me with this, yeah? And I, I again, I, I, I say this, and I always say it with love. This would have never been there before we went interactive. Not a freaking chance in hell. Yeah, and before we went interactive, we went on YouTube. Now we're on YouTube, we're interactive. No, I'm that's, just saying. That's like saying the movie wouldn't be good if Batman wasn't in it. Batman was bro, in it. Bro, 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 <laughs> listen. Yeah, when we go through the we the silver screen dudes had to go through the challenge of that, that that's based on our views. This was our education. We haven't done we that. Told people this long time again, we again, but again, again, this is where I feel like I'm betraying myself, and you should feel it too. We say four must see movies. How dare we? How dare we, the silver screen dudes, hate a film and then say it's a must see? It's good for the poll, but in the words, our very own words of must see. This is going to go to, down as must-see. To a lot of people, Shaun of the Dead is must-see. And you just said you're a man of the people. Anyway. Anyway. It's cool. It's 
cool. It's done. It's done. I don't understand you people sometimes. What do you mean, you people? I, lo I love you people, but I don't understand you people. Film fans. Coming <laughs> all... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I felt like Al Pacino from um, Tropic Thunder there. What do you mean, you people? Now, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> that, that Declan, was... I completely second this opinion. Zombieland is a must-see. There, but... there we go. There we go. I agree. I agree. But I just think that in a, to make the poll a little bit more balanced, Shaun of the Dead will bring more balance to that poll based on the amount if of this, people I've seen. If like it crushes every other film, I don't think it will. If mate. it crushes every other film, on your head be it. I, yeah. On my head be it. Okay. It makes me question if we should ever put a poll out again if it crushes it. But... Uh, easy. We're good friends with JT at We Love Movies. Can we keep being nice, please? Listen, listen. I'm just, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Are we good? Have you got out of your system? Are no, we good to but, go? Yes, no, we're good. We're good. It's not out of my system. It will not be out of my system. And then <laughs> what makes it worse, I've got to wait freaking weeks to find out what the result is. But anyway, let's That's go. True. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mount Rushmore of zombie movies in no particular order is Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> Our second entry is... 28 Days Later. Our third entry is... Dawn of the Dead. Our final entry into the movie Mount Rushmore of zombie movies is... Train to Busan. We should win. I hope it wins. Okay, guys. Right, we're just going to keep this short and Big sweet. Tone saying, I, this feels like karma has been served. Fuck you. <laughs> Love you, Big Tone. <laughs> Nate, uh, Nate McDermott says, Shaun of the Dead had a huge cultural impact. The whole Winchester pub is basically a meme. Oh, Declan says, I think Shaun of the Dead will kill the poll for sure. Please not, please not, please not, please not, please not. Mix my rebellia, you are too late. <laughs> Later, go, no. go, just I want to hear what it is. What is it? Just out of curiosity, let us know what it is. We're not changing because it's now done, but what was it? <sighs> and while we're doing that, AJ, do you want to lead on to the final segment of the show? Right, guys. So, why did we talk about JT? Why did we talk about the polls and the people and the public? Nick kind of highlighted it. We, the silver screen dudes, had the very, very challenging task of picking the four zombie movies that were very popular. I'm not going to call it must-see. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Right, normally it's the four must-see movies of this particular category, which is zombie movies, which are, once again, Train to Busan, Dawn of the Dead, 28 Days Later, and Shaun of the Dead. That was hard for us to pick. Now the challenge is on you, because to quote Highlander, in the end, there can be only one. And now we are looking for the best of the best of the best of the best, which shouldn't sure. be Shaun of the Dead, but we move on. So, here we go, once again. Train to Busan, Dawn of the Dead, 28 Days Later, Shaun of the Dead. All you have to do is head on over to at Movie Empty Rushmore, or even better, Movie Polls for You, who we will be retweeting, and just cast your vote. Which is the best zombie movie out of those four movies? Last week, our topic was. Last week, our topic was the best comic book movie villain, excluding the Joker. Oh shit, I don't have the list. Okay, and our contenders were. Our contenders were General Zod from Man of Steel, Thanos from Avengers. Loki, also from Avengers, and Magneto from the X-Men universe. 
we had 390 people vote and we had a few comments let the comments we had a few comments let me just bring them up just a movie fan who's joining us right here declan says between ian mckellen and michael shannon's performances is a tough call they both did fantastic but my vote is for sir ian mckellen's magneto chris trengrove says did you guys not poll the audience over the weekend on this one or did i miss it was i not invited of course the answer is joker every day from here to eternity but as he's excluded magneto now in chris's defense i actually did forget to poll this one so i said Haha, chris <laughs> I said, Chris, bro, we would never dream of not inviting you, but got to put my hands up. We forgot to tweet this one out. Uh, Paul Sekulich put a gif of the snap. Uh, the Shadow at uh, Shadow Act Sanctum shared, hmm? shared a gif of uh, Ra's al Ghul from uh, The Dark Knight Right. So, not from The Dark Knight Rises, from Batman Begins. David Jobling says, Catwoman Michelle Pfeiffer is an outstanding villain, far more watchable and entertaining than most. Poison Ivy with Thurman, also a winner in my vista. And I said, Poison Ivy was the worst, really. Sorry. Andy Hart, who's joining us now, said, uh, Told you, ah, Andy, I can't read this one. Sorry, because it gives the answer away. But yeah, follow Andy Hart at, at, at Fandango Groover on Twitter. At Photofan9000 asks, is Loki actually a villain? Which you did raise, AJ, but we broke down how there was a specific timeline in which he was. Uh, St. Jackie says, never saw Magneto as a villain, but more as an anti-hero. Mm. No, he's done good, but he always ends up the villain. I did, yeah. Goggle Dave said, Zod is the only true villain here as he was self-serving and wanted only revenge and power. Loki was really conflicted and Thanos and Magneto were acting under the genuine belief that they were serving the greater good. Yes, but that's the hallmark of a great villain is when they think they're doing the right thing. Um, the Nathaniel of the Hunter said, Thanos had the best story to him. He had an arc, a purpose. Magneto would be a close second, but a few awkward adaptational choices like willing to sacrifice Rogue, keep him at number two. Loki gets too into the redemption arc to be a full villain. Zod just wasn't a thing. <laughs> Sorry, Joe, I would absolutely love to. Hi, from Long Island, New York, USA. Just got home from work. Can you start again from the beginning? Two hours and 15 in, not a chance, but absolute love to you. Feel free to press rewind. Like, yeah. honestly, I, I, I would love to, dude. But in the UK, it's 11.46. Like, we're near midnight and we have work in the morning. Stand with Kyrie says, Nico, trigger warning. I'm sending you the Sadness 2021 trailer on Twitter. Please do. I'll have a check. And Mixed Memorabilia asks, is the Hills Have Eyes considered borderline some... <sighs> you could make an argument for it. I would never consider it. Someone actually said to me cabin fever, which I actually forgot, which actually makes good sense. Well, they become fleshy as you can't... No, anyway. Ali Junaid says, Loki. Gracias, Javi says, Magneto, since Thanos is a complete ripoff. Um, didn't really get who the... Okay, so this is interesting. Hang on. And I said, rip off. You're going to have to edutain me there. Rip off of what? Gracias, Javi answered. Initially, Jim Stalin, the creator of Thanos, was thinking of copying another new god instead of Metron, but he was told to beef him up. If you're going to steal one of the new gods, at least rip off Darkseid, the really good one. They openly admit it. Oh, there you go. Thanos is a rip off. He's a good but, rip off. I mean, Darkseid was cool in some DCAU movies, but I mean. I don't know if it was he was good in the Schneider Cut. Okay. I really say watch the Schneider Cut, AJ. It's I will do it one day. It's really good. Uh, Shifu at Spider Trades just shared a photo of uh, Magneto. Richard Murphy shared question marks with Killmonger going, I'm going to burn it down. And I said he was in the discussion. 
Start Magician said, I also like Venom a lot simply because he looked awesome. He did, and he is awesome. And I really encourage everyone to watch the post credit scene of Venom. Too, well, the problem about Venom is Venom is actually an anti-hero because the other Venom is Spider-Man 3. Doesn't work. Break it down. Oh, Back if you're looking at it that way, yes, I agree. Right, AJ, so Zod, Thanos, Loki, Magneto. Who you got? Bro, sorry, and it's not to do with comics. We're talking in film. Sorry, just had to get that out there. Right. I'm going to go with Zod. Yes, 13%. Okay. Um, and now going back to Andy Hart's comment, he was referencing that Zod would get destroyed and that we should have picked Lex Luger. In hindsight, I think he Lex was Lex Luthor, right. as opposed Lex to... Lex Luthor, Luthor, sorry, not the bloody wrestler. <laughs> I, bro, I felt that way as well. I did say it at the time. I think, yeah, I should have listened to that one. I hope that's right. not what I'm saying when we discuss the zombie poll. <laughs> yeah. um, right, here we go. Because of the conflict... This is actually kind of tight. Because of the conflict, I think people might have gone for Loki next. Yeah, correct. 25%. And I'm actually really happy that he made this. So I'm going to say Thanos is at number two. No. Okay. So Magneto at number two. Because I heard a lot no. of love. From no. Because for the first time ever, we have a tie. A joint number one. 31% each. Joint number one. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so right. Actually no fourth, <laughs> which is also cool. Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Both deserved winners there. Stella That's the show. Yeah, guys. So thank you very much. Once again, head on over to at Movie Bowls for You or at Movie Empty Rushmore and just cast your vote for Train to Busan, World War Z, Dawn of the Dead. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and you know we'll we'll uh, we'll figure out our best, including <laughs> let it go. <laughs> no, I'm a dick. I'm a dick, guys. So next week there will be no episode. Um, we we will be celebrating. We will be celebrating because in two days' time, my esteemed colleague to the side of me, left or right, I don't want to get it wrong. It's your announcement, bro. I'm not going to steal your thunder. <laughs> I'm gonna be a daddy. Yeah. My wife's giving birth. And I'm going to give birth to a teeny weeny little girl and it's going to be blessed and it's going to be scary and it's going to be terrifying. And I need everyone's love and support in this time, please. And above everything, I need everyone's understanding that certainly for the first week, which is next week, because normally we like to release on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, go live next week. Exceptionally, there will be no top 10 because I will literally be a father for four days. Depending on the type of baby she is, I'm hoping to be back the week after. If not, I will announce it on our YouTube community tab, whether we're back or whether we're not, if we're not back, I will let everyone know. So can I just bring up Declan's point here? Because it is a clean sweep for me. If Hang on. Right. <laughs> it been bro, read me if I'm wrong. It says 31 and 31 there. Yeah, I, ooh, it's a bit too blurry for me. I'm not going to lie. The light is screaming. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Um, I could go over to Twitter myself. You could, but it, on mine, it says 31 and 31. And if it's 32, Magneto 1, AJ, you were correct. Clean sweep. Yeah. Anyway, can we? Baby yeah, go time. on, go on. Yeah, it's your time. It's your moment. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. Next week is off. We are aiming to be back the week after. If for some reason we're not, the longest we'll do is a, is a two-week hiatus. Well, can I can I be real? Go on. I as much as I love everyone, 
this is parenthood and we are understanding like it, it take as much time as you need bro like yeah it, i i can't i can't put a time limit on you with this shit no and i'm not imposing on myself but i do think you know with with anya doing a year of maternity leave and you know i've very much got to she's she, this is why I've married a fantastic woman. Um, she's very, very much encouraged me to, you know, <laughs> stay on target and keep my life in order as much as possible. There will be some things that obviously have to give way. I'm not going to be able to video game as much as I like because I'm a massive fucking nerd. I'm not going to be able to go to my football training. You know, I'm not going to be able to go to the gym as regularly. But there are things that give me good therapeutic joy, and that is chatting with my best friend about movies and having an awesome group of people Community. who join us and come and talk movies with us. Including Frank Torres, who said, great show. I'll be back. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that. Thank you, Frank Torres. Just give us minimum one week, maximum two weeks, and we are aiming to be back. Um, this is a great day. I agree. Thank you, Big Tone. And Riri Thomas, thank you so much. And... Andy Hart says, congrats and congratulations. <laughs> it, it all very much depends. If I'm, you know, if I talk a bit more quietly because I think she's going to be in the room next door when she's born. So we're going to be very, very quiet when we do the movie. Marriage. Well, have you not seen that movie? That's fucking awesome. <laughs> it might be a bit more subdued. What well, for you than it for me anyway? Like Pretty much. I'm the loud one. This is very true. I <laughs> know. We are taking a week hiatus possibly to we are going to aim to come back after that because we've got such a good group of people going here and actually joining us and i don't really want that to go to waste you know it's it's all very well people showing support now but you know out of sight out of mind if you stay gone for too long you stay gone no i get this i get this and youtube is one of the key points in proving that but um i'm gonna i'm gonna take off the screener hat for a minute and i'm gonna become not aj but hey the guy anthony jordan your bro, <laughs> your bro, right here. Not your co-host, your bro. Um, yeah, I was there when the announcement was made. That was a Ministry of Wrestling episode, guys. Go check it out. And I, I've been there for the journey. I was honoured, honoured to have been there when the little lady was there with you guys for the wedding, mm. which was minimised due to the global one. And to believe that this moment from two guys who knew each other at 15 and running around just mad, isn't it? going to watch they're excited to see daredevil yeah celebrate. yeah like yeah we celebrated your birthday by going to see daredevil 16th birthday we went to watch ben affleck's daredevil oh ain't yeah. that true yeah there we go um this is a huge huge step a, a momentous moment it's something I'm, I can only but say great pride and happiness for the both of you. Thank you, man. I wish you guys all the very best. You know my phone line is chronically available. Shouldn't have said that. Uh, hey, bro, I didn't say I'm coming to babysit. I just said the phone line's available. I'll give you advice from the top. <laughs> but no, like, joking aside, it's honestly, congratulations. Wishing you guys all the very best. With what I do, I can't promise I will be there because I'm in contact with the absolute public at all times. But hey. We're there for you, bro. Congratulations. You will be you, an awesome, awesome dad. And hey. Uh, touch wood. Yeah. Hey. Nothing touch but wood. health touch and wood. wealth and all the happiness of the world. And oh, trust me. No, you will be because trust me. Uncle AJ will put you in your place if I see you doing shit. <laughs> but, no, <laughs> <you can laughs> decide, but no, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be great stuff, man. 
Yeah. I appreciate that, man. And thank you to everyone who sent their good wishes. It's really, really appreciated. I've read a few out already. Makes memorabilia says all the best, good thoughts and blessings as always. Thank you. Declan says good luck to you, mate. Really appreciate it. Nate says, great show, lads, and congrats to Nico. Thank you very much, Nate. Have I given my kid the code name 007? Absolutely not in hindsight of no time to die. And Joe uh, Bessafan says, congrats. I failed as a parent. My girls won't watch black and white movies. Give it time. Give it time. It's a challenge. It's a challenge, that one. In time, they will grow into it. That's, that's what I realized. For someone who didn't want to see a black and white movie, to, we'll really give it time. Definitely. Yeah. guys look it's been absolute blessings i've got a very pregnant wife next door so i have got to pull the plug on this now but i will Daddy be Judy's. off next week uh, we'll be <laughs> off next week and i will hopefully see you guys in two weeks if not maximum in three and and thank i see i see you there you know i got you too nico thank you very much bro appreciate all of you guys thank you please do head over to twitter please if you're not watching us on youtube and you're listening to us please do like the podcast, it's available on all, all podcast platforms, iOS, Android, and Spotify. We're everywhere. Go check it out. And I got to go. I'll see you guys very soon. Guys, we're out. See ya. See ya.